0: Time to
1: move
0: it's time
2: for oh. Oh, god. The man, the man who interrupts my intros has returned. Oh my god. To that clap that-
1: gave me nostalgia boner
2: give <laughs> you trolling boners. You're like, must harass Rod. Hey, I must. I'm,
1: if I'm back, I gotta be back like exactly <laughs> how I was before, man.
2: How everyone is, everyone everyone constantly is and everyone I don't I'm just jumbling. I am Rod though. This is murder moose. And this motherfucker talking on the mic with me is Josh WRB. What's the up, you who sexy guy?
1: Screams fuck? at the beginning of every
2: episode. Yeah. you do indeed you like except for like the first episode right like because the first episode like you had it recorded like the updated oh, right. murder moose i think yeah because we used a part of a different song i think or i don't oh, know what we did
1: i
0: don't actually
1: remember it's been like, i don't i haven't even oh. been here for like three months almost i've just i disappeared yeah. but now i'm back and that's all that matters yeah. where were you Josh? you're back who who fucking cares i wasn't here okay Stop asking he went me. Jesus. He was
2: missing. He, he had the exact same thing that happened to the event horizon happened to Josh. Yeah, he, uh, my life
1: exploded like it was in space. I went to hell for a bit. There was a guy that shoved his hand down my throat. Then, it, like, my face yeah. got all cut up, and there's, like, weird stuff. No, I'm just kidding. Um, your your you know, eyeball. Life is always easy, and you got to figure your, it out sometimes. But, hey, I'm back.
2: Yeah. Man, I understand the life not being easy. We all, I mean, most of us should understand the life not being easy in 2021, where we're living, about to go into year number three of COVID uh, being the worst thing ever. Are
0: you serious?
2: I mean, coming up, we're like in November. So we're like, what, five months out from it being like two years since it happened and like- Oh, right. Going into year number three. Yeah. right? right. Yeah. Going into year number three. That scares me. (laughs) To even think about yeah. I don't want to think
1: about that yeah Screen I mean it's COVID. over oh actually there it's was key. oh there was like a COVID horror movie that I almost got. And then I was like, I don't want to fucking watch that. Come on. <laughs>
2: yeah. I was going to say that's Why would you, you're like, you're watching, you know, it's funny. I, uh, a couple weekends ago, I uh, got really sad because my football team was so terrible and they made me real sad. So I was like, I need to watch something less depressing. And I did. I watched martyrs and martyrs was still less depressing than that football game. So,
1: <laughs> oh, you actually watched it. I haven't seen I, it yet. I,
2: it's on Tubi, dude. It's on Tubi.
1: Oh, I I, is, I can't even say yet because I. That was the movie that you and I were talking about. That I was like, I don't know if I want to watch that. Man, it's just I don't. It's know.
2: not. It's not. It's not horrifying. It is. It's not an easy watch to say, but it's it's. Uh, it's an interesting little film. In it wasn't as bad. Just you know, remember audition and what you thought yes. audition was going to be, and, and what audition really was. I don't think it was that that dramatic of a difference, <laughs> but it, it's it's not it's not Bambi. I'll tell you that, and <laughs> Bambi is pretty traumatic, but it's uh, it's up there, man. Um, by the oh, way, man. we are part of the Slash and Cast podcast network. Um, so
1: oh yeah, we're
2: <laughs> yes, I have to mention that at some point because you and I'm, I will ramble. I'm
1: back. Slash and Cast Josh is dude. Josh is back, I've, and we're. Oh, I, can I just say something, Rod? I love your face so much. I've missed you. I'm sorry, uh, it's been so long. And anyone listening, if you even give a shit, I'm sorry to you too. If you, if you missed me, because I missed you. Okay, I miss I, like murder moose was a thing because I'm Canadian. You're not. It was a thing. We love horror, and the Canadian isms are back. So like the moose, yeah. the moose is back.
2: So I mean, we went. We went and uh, we went from Canada to mostly. I mean, Brian filled in a little bit, uh, Which but is Jerry, who's awesome. yes, uh, Jerry is kind of g- g- like like was took up the permanent, not permanent, but the fill in permanent host, and he's been doing it for months with me. And I appreciate um, is it, Jerry. Jerry's gonna be. I think Jerry's gonna stick around a little more. Is do see what we can and do episodes, and so Hell I yeah. think like we'll just we'll have to just see how like a whole. The three of us vibe, which is the 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 you know the key part of stuff like this. But um, I think we're just gonna we're gonna go with it as Josh and I usually do. Um, I yeah, jo-
1: I, I'm pretty fucking easygoing, man. Like it, this has been a fun <sighs> thing. I've been gone, so I yeah. you know, like he's he's yeah. filled he filled my crack.
2: I mean, we all want to fill your crack, Josh. You <laughs> sexy Canadian moose boy. The crack um,
1: that I left in the show.
2: So Josh, we we went over some stuff that we've missed, and and we maybe maybe we were better off being apart for a little bit because Josh shit all over my heart and told me how much he hated Halloween Kills, um, made me a sad panda. He also didn't like Malignant, which made me a sad Matt, panda yet I, I again. I really
1: wish that I was kind of here for those because like hit, Rod and I usually do like the same shit. Like we, that's why we do this show. We usually see pretty yeah. eye to eye, but I. I don't. Yeah, Halloween Kills was a fucking terrible movie. It had some good kills. It was in the title, but if it wasn't in the ti- like, come on, that story was bad, dude.
2: Dude, I had a my buddy. <laughs> this is you're gonna get a crack at this. He he hated it too, and I told him to go listen to the episode. And he goes, he goes describing. He goes, you motherfuckers talked about random shit for the first hour, and then you talk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of my whole brand, dude. It's a. uh I talk about random shit, and uh, it's uh, Josh and I do it very well. Jerry and I do it very well. It's just it end up, ends up being a good combination. But man, uh, the the it's funny because like we were gonna do all three of us tonight, and then Josh Jerry had more like his his world swirled into him having to replace appliances in his own home. So I'm <laughs> gonna end up recording two at times talking about her rent he'll be on the latter half of the show and i
1: possibly might not be so hey whatever it's all This is no you'll
2: be you'll you'll be i don't know when this this will be an episode that will i will have to tetris it together but it won't be that many tetris pieces it'll be fine um josh i have to ask though what is the hunky boy that is josh wrb what other horror have you been watching when you you uh you disappeared into the void of the the event horizon um is there any horror that you can think of that you've been enjoying is there new stuff you you rascally canadian boy
1: uh honestly i've been watching just everything that's in theaters like i've been um like uncle josh like crazy with my nieces and stuff so yeah we like it's taken over the the normal uh like time that i would hang out with my friends and stuff i've been hanging out with my nieces a lot and taking them to all the movies so we saw Dune, yeah we saw the new uh um bond movie and oh actually i saw it last night in soho which i guess is considered a horror movie not overly horrific or anything but like yeah Edgar. that's wright. what Edgar wright can't it do as, anything yeah. wrong it was fucking amazing so fun and just cool to like I... see it kind of through my niece's eyes too because they're they're younger like yeah and uh like she's in love with movies and yeah um it's a it's, dude yeah it's just been fun man
2: man i that is one like that movie i kind of considered breaking my theater thing with and i haven't uh
1: You still aren't going to
2: theaters? No, I, dude, I. The problem is, and this is my biggest thing, and I've talked about it on here. I think I the the Alamo Draft House by my house still isn't open, and so that's the big thing because, like, I dealing with the public in a theater where people can text and talk and and shit in their popcorn buckets or whatever they do. Is that what they do?
1: In america i think so
2: i think so i don't the last time i was at a theater someone was drunk yelling at the movie screen and i had to tell them to shut the oh. fuck up dude like actually, so like
1: I, I i did see the night house which was is that yeah that's horror uh um, yeah
2: i've heard good good things about it's it
1: really cool movie actually like it yeah that 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 one check it out for sure like it's yeah it, it's i don't know like i guess it is oh no it's yeah i guess it's horror. It's more, like, mystery yeah. uh, thriller than horror to me, but, like, really what Kind of stuff up.
2: like like I Saw the Killer and, like, Old Boy that are, aren't are horror movies but have horror, like, elements to them because of the, the thriller aspect of them, right?
1: Yeah. I, I meant to check out VHS 94 because uh, I know Dude. someone who's in it, and I still haven't watched it.
2: I generally thought that movie was pretty fucking badass. That movie's cool. It's the... I really didn't like the wraparound story, but the the you rest of that the, film was...
1: Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but uh, the there's a girl in it that is um, like a news anchor with like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. She, I know her from uh, like doing short films in... She's moved to Toronto like a long time ago, but um, yeah, I knew her back in the day when I was... Doing the yeah film fest for Calgary Underground think, Film Festival,
2: I think that might be the first segment of the movie too. Actually, oh really, nice. Yeah, so if you well, put it on, it's on. I it's on sh- saw
1: Halloween Kills, so yeah, which is I mean, and like, suck a dick.
2: Aw, makes me so sad. I it. Makes me so sad. <laughs> me so sad. Oh. You missed. You missed all the. Uh, we talked about me and Brian talked about we went on a Barbara Crampton spree and talked about Barbara Crampton a little bit for some a bunch of the, the. Uh, the shutter movie she put out she put out oh, jacob's right. wife and uh oh, nice super host she was in super host also which was oh, super really-
1: uh directed by uh the same a guy from calgary um he uh yeah <laughs> he, he what, yeah he just he did uh z yeah
2: yeah 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 which is that movie man i i don't know what's about it like I watched it and remember, but I don't remember everything. But that scene—that's—it's fucking—it's a—it's a shame it's in the trailer. In the
1: corner, yeah.
2: No, when he, uh, when that little kid draws the fucking giant demon on the yeah. wall in those crayons, that scene is so fucked up. And it's I like I loved that re-
1: movie. I thought he fucking killed it.
2: Yeah, that movie is cool, man. It, it's weird though. Like I don't know. I, re- I remember really enjoying it, but I don't remember everything about it because it the plot was a little more complicated, wasn't it? Like, I don't remember everything about that movie, but... They filmed yeah. that
1: in Calgary, yeah. too, and, like, it was, like, I didn't realize it was filmed in Calgary because they did such a good job. But then all of a sudden, I was yeah. like, wait a second, that's CP Rail. This is filmed, <laughs> like, what? That's Canadian Pacific yeah. <laughs> Rail.
2: That, remember, uh, that was, like, uh that was it, the nightmare movie we watched that was, like, you didn't know it was in Canada, but it. Then you like, you know it's in Canada. Like, yeah. it, like it's one of those. I mean, we've we talked about a bunch of like Canadian films in the time we've been doing this. Like, where they like they talk about football, but then they go a and and like, <laughs> <laughs> and, like it's if we can't it's, help it. Like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, dude, even, like, fucking, uh, it, like, we talked about uh, Black Christmas last year, and Black Christmas is, like, oh, it's this, we're in America, oh, don't, don't. but then they go and play hockey, they're, like, they can't even not give up, like, play hockey, and, like, for five minutes, that's how, they're, like, oh, no, never, no, eh, it's just the hockey, those, some of those Americans play hockey, eh, and, but no, no, they don't, no one plays hockey in this country, Whoa. because hockey is expensive. Uh,
1: I, I checked out that, um, the... Prequel, I guess. Yeah, the prequel to uh, Army of the Dead, uh, Army of Thieves, which that's is... an
2: action movie, isn't it? There's it's, no zombies it's... in it, is there?
1: No, there is. There, there are some zombies in it. It's. I, I just went to the genre, and it says thriller, action, adventure, crime, horror, science fiction, comedy, romance.
2: <laughs> that just all it reminds me is that I just watched the that new terrible Red Notice movie, which. Hey man it's, the Rock. Fun.
1: It's, so it's fun it's I, so fun I i was saying funny.
2: that I told I told my wife last night that movie if it wasn't for Ryan Reynolds and The Rock would not be watchable no. ever. That movie that movie is so bad. Even Gal Gadot has scenes in that movie acting wise that I'm sitting there and I'm like this yeah, woman but she is, is
1: hot a hot as hell though.
2: I know but her acting being terrible doesn't like like it's like a- every porn star on... acting Yeah,
1: but she's hotter than any porn star (laughs) because she's i mean she's wonder woman
2: i mean she is she's very she's a very pretty lady what i'm saying more is like she has some scenes in that movie that are just like holy shit gal like this isn't fast and furious like i don't know man i if if, it like that movie has that movie was like they're like oh we're writing this really cool uh uh script you got the rock and Ryan Reynolds. Fuck it. Who cares? I don't think Ryan Reynolds said a it's, line in that movie. That was a that was like a that was written down. He like I he it was just so like
1: funny. And he killed it he, every time. He dude. was
2: he was funny. The, like everything else in that movie was like ev- all the interactions are between those two and whatever that is funny. And yeah, so I don't know, man. That movie was like I it's funny cuz we just watched uh what the fuck? We just watched uh uh Man, my brain is melting. Jungle yeah, Jungle Cruise and, uh, oh, yeah. and uh, Shang-Chi, because they both oh, showed Shang-Chi up on Disney is Plus. So good. That movie is, I was like, man, this does not feel like a Marvel movie. It really didn't, which is really and cool. My claim, I, I think, fl-
1: my claim to fame is uh, Simlu Liu uh, followed me on Twitter as a, as a leg up back in the day when Kim's Convenience <laughs> first started. Yeah. Andrew, my buddy who's uh, Kim Chi on Kim's Convenience obviously follows me because he's my friend, but then everyone else on the cast randomly one day just started following me. And he's like, oh yeah, they're all starting their accounts because CBC is making them get more into social media. And they're like, oh, Andrew, you follow more people. Who do we follow? So he's like, oh, follow, just follow this. And (laughs) he's like, follow my buddy Josh. So then everyone of the cast in Kim's Convenience followed me. Everyone still follows me except for obviously... Shang Chi himself, because he's way too big, and I was just a leg up, uh, dude. Follow on Twitter, so
2: I saw the old guy from that show is gonna be in uh, the Avatar show that the yeah that, they're coming that out just with. got yeah yeah man I don't know I don't have you seen the have you seen the reviews for Cowboy Bebop because they're not good you no I haven't. The Netflix uh, live action Cowboy Bebop is coming out oh. here pretty soon. Wait, and...
1: I, I got to stop you. Have you, do you have you watched the Spider Man trailer yeah, I... yet? It oh just no, I was it just came out. I
2: was uh, yeah, I was streaming. I, I'm gonna watch it afterwards. Uh, so I yeah, it I, I had people telling me during my stream that the the fucking uh, <laughs> that's the trailer world we live out. in now. Though. Yeah, like, I know. Like, seriously, I know. We're waiting it for is. a trailer. Dude, they were like announcing it the day before and doing memes about like they're being yeah so yeah dude it's been there's a lot it's it's funny because it feels like movies are almost getting back to normal but like it's still like how and kills me sh-
1: though like that yeah. was the movie that really solidified it yeah. for the the studios like oh yeah shit, we can make yeah, this type of money again
2: it the seen that and then like venom like venom uh kills or whatever the fuck venom whatever carn- yeah, Let I, there be carnage, I watched that was
1: in, in imax too and it was fucking terrible man
2: Dude, so I haven't seen that yet, but that movie was, like, that movie, they sounded like they were thinking about moving it again until Shang-Chi, like, did what it did, and uh, so I don't know. Well, actually, it's, uh... it was
1: super, like, again, it's the story, man. There's literally parts of the movie that just fade to black because it doesn't make sense what it's going into next. It's just like, oh, yeah, uh, Venom could do this. And then he could do this cool thing, and then he could do this cool thing, and it's like awesome. Yeah, we'll give you a writing credit for that, but uh, yeah, we don't know how to tie it all together. Doesn't matter, but <laughs> you know, he did all the cool shit. So you know, it's still popcorn, IMAX yeah. watchable, but it uh, it's Sony. Yeah, I it looked so so. It was so Sony.
2: Dude, the the only reason anyone cares about those movies is because of Marvel, like like saving spider-man right and like yeah. we have we have jared leto's vampire movie coming out which it looks it's looks terrible also six, though
1: like they're they're gonna yeah. do the sinister six which i'm excited yeah. about
2: which is that's they're, they're doing that in spider-man though yeah god damn it nudie. <laughs> my dog has pulled my headset out
1: i love how we and so i can't hear anything t- for a second But it's okay we haven't talked about um horror almost at all (laughs) yeah yeah. oh i know it's
2: there's a lot of movies and it's just uh, catching up i mean it's really weird though because like you missed all the like the whole october kind of thing but like there hasn't been much like Halloween kills right was the big one and regardless in malignant before that but not much has hasn't come has come out that's been like like nighthouse has gotten a lot of fucking you know praise and stuff like that um but man i we we we're gonna have to talk a little bit, but since we did this this entire year, uh, maybe at the end of the year, what our favorite movies that came out horror wise were. All right. Um, and, and, and I would sit love back to do there that. and, yeah, I think of things like Jacob's Wife. I really liked. I mean, Psycho Gorman was last year, the the no, darling it's every of year. the <laughs> murder moose. <laughs> it's, every, um, but like, man, there's so he much with that. About like it.
1: he's starting to write uh, or has some ideas for the sequel because like. He, that's the biggest movie they've ever like produced for sure. Like it, it it has, when you make something that good that has that many legs that can live on in a universe that's that amazing, it's, it has a life of its own and like people are praising it still. And like it, yeah, like it will live on forever. And I can't wait to get him tattooed still.
2: Dude, I I I have to. we I mean, gonna have to like go over the list because like there isn't like all that much coming out. <laughs> we have we have Noah's Shark that we talked about doing with Katie Peters at one point. Um, also we're gonna be doing hey uh, sharks so of the. Co- um, I can't wait. Yeah, dude. I just I have to say, like, I wonder what like it feels like. It's been a pretty light horror year, and I I I don't know, man. It's. It's weird after everything, I mean, but we well, talk about movies all of, over the place. Yeah, yeah. We're,
0: we're,
1: we're coming out of COVID, though, you know? So, like, yeah. if any, well, I don't know, I even know, to be honest, like, you'd think that studios would want to start uh, funding smaller movies because of the COVID yeah. thing, and, like, horror movies are that perfect, like, well, price point.
2: Man, I have to wonder, though, because I think Melinda ended up losing money. And I think that that was a lot to do with, like... It's a Warner Brothers, was...
1: like, and James Wan is attached to it. They're going to give him James Wan budgets now because yeah. he did, he does Fast and the Furious movies and Aquaman movies. And, like, he has literally made Warner Brothers more money than Marvel yeah. movies combined. Like, his... Yeah. All, all, I, I saw, like, some crazy statistic that said all of james wans uh conjuring universe is going to surpass marvel in money made
2: that's so nuts i like, mean a lot of those movies are real bad <laughs> but, but still like you, yeah. he
1: made a franchise universe for warner brothers that yeah. is worth like over 2 billion dollars or something like that like it's yeah. insane how much money he's it's made a, for
2: them yeah it's a lot of money Man, it's it's interesting because I again, you, I mean, you didn't like Malignant, but that movie feels like it got. That was like the last. It feels like a like the. It didn't have that confidence of Shang Chi yet, right? And I think people were might have been more hesitant to go see a movie at that point, especially for R rated horror stuff, right? Especially right. for R rated horror stuff that's you could sit on your couch at home and watch on HBO Max, right? Well, so that there yeah, was a
1: yeah, right a Everyone's lot going still against doing the it, movie, though. like. Like well, I,
2: I mean, I don't. Not everyone, man. Like no, I no, still no, haven't I'm, been in the,
1: I, I'm talking about the, uh, uh, putting stuff out release thing. Yeah. 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 Well, because they for, have to. Well, not Spider-Man. Like it, it, the bigger ticket movies now have the their trailers say exclusively in theaters. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, you think about it, man. Like Shang Chi, even with all the money made, it two months later and it's on fucking on Disney Plus. Yeah, but like this is like.
1: This is the new model.
2: Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. This that like two months is about as long as you're gonna go, which also hurts their fucking cause, right? Because it's like even less like reason why am I gonna go to a theater, right? Like uh, I don't know. It's just so weird. Like I mean, how many? We just had the fucking shit box Home Alone uh, sequel come out on Disney Plus, also, which I heard was twelve
1: percent or something on Rotten Tomatoes. or something ridiculous.
2: I haven't seen it. I watched one review in it uh, on, on YouTube and the, 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 the guy doing the review goes, yeah, when you have the little kid is the villain in the movie and then people are just trying to not lose their house. You've kind of lost the purpose, yeah. this whole home alone thing. And you go, yeah, I and mean, it's, it just sounds like they just, that movie sounds like they flung that together and made that in like no time at the beginning of this year. Like, like no time because it's out at, in, in November, right? Like, uh, I don't they, know, man.
1: Disney plus knew they needed, uh, a, a, some Christmas movie to come out this year that had attachment somehow to that yeah. franchise because it's the biggest franchise ever created for Christmas movies. Like, yeah, Macaulay Culkin's still living off of the royalties from those movies. He doesn't well, have to do anything for the rest of his life.
2: I feel like at this point, they're, they're at the point where they just need to chunk in uh, a lower-budget movie every couple months after, like their TV shows go on break, right? Like they, they just need movie. They just, cause with that, it keeps people subscribed over month after month, after month, you know, $10 a month. And it's like kind of what you have to do with HBO max and all these other things. Mm-hmm. And so like, yeah, it's, it's a weird time for movies. And, but it's... Disney,
1: if, if any, uh, like business or corporation is going to understand how to do and compete with Netflix, it's going to be Disney. Yeah. Like look at the like yeah. COVID happened. Right when they launched, and their numbers, they were they're speculating they were gonna be happy with like eighty million in the first uh, year or something, and because of COVID, it went up, p- surpassed like two hundred million subscribers or something yeah. stupid, and it's like, yeah, oh, oh crap, right? <laughs> like,
2: I mean, it's this is it's like, I I have on my TV made up upstairs, numbers, but you know, whatever. yeah, it's a lot of money. I mean, it's yeah. money that you and I will never see, yeah. but like things like uh. We have all these, uh, we have all these uh, new uh, services coming out. We have Paramount and I mean, Peacock, right. and this and this and this. And so it's like it's basically take cables on its dying, you know, legs. And so all these companies are just trying to make it like, oh, this is mine. Like all the money they used to get from advertisings and uh, uh, pay, like you know, payouts for being on the cable networks or on the satellite networks and stuff like that. So it's it will be unique because like dude i know like with you and i and like we're doing we're talking about movies all over the place all the time like you'll be watching something on hbo max and then on shutter and then like netflix and the shit's all over the place and uh it's not it's weird though like i don't know about you it seems like with me it's like i get like stuck on an app for a little while like i'm like watching things on a particular app for a while and then like i clear out everything i want to watch on that app and then I go watch something else on another app. Um, like, I really we like were, an app were...
1: that starts with a an P and ends with an X. And uh, it makes it so I don't have to go to any other app. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which works better for you. Yeah. But uh, it's something, man. Dude, we'll get, uh... we'll
1: get you figured out. Don't worry. It's just, okay. Just do it I'm... with me. On. or uh,
2: Yeah. Josh, uh, uh, are you? <laughs> just bend over. <laughs> take your pants okay (laughs) okay Uh, josh so we you went off and watched this after i talked to you about it yesterday so we are gonna do a quick dive in here i don't just say i'm coming
1: back and don't watch the movie i do that on other people's podcasts (laughs) (laughs)
2: dude i mean i understand we were talking about though um about 1997's event horizon and I just want to say, man, this movie, it feels this is one of the most blue balliest movies of all time. Like it's so like it's so good, but like
1: it's so 90s it's, and it's I like love how fucking 90s it is. Any movie like this that ends with prodigy as the end yeah. credits are rolling and it makes no sense it is it, it's, it's so perfect ha, for the 90s have you ever
2: have you ever like be, like have you ever had sex and like had like stopped like right like when you're about to come or you're like whatever and like, you, you get those like sputter orgasms it, like or it's like it's like the worst orgasm on talk this movie's almost like that in my mind like you came watching it but you're like man i've had s- like i knew what could have happened if you were to just like Kept your mouth on it for a little bit longer. It's it's this movie is it just this is another movie that get fucked by studios so bad, so bad. And you
1: I sit there like watching, and you are like, aren't doing that as often anymore because of catastrophes like this and Aliens three and like you know just bullshit like that,
0: dude.
2: Dude, we're we're in a fucking thing, and I kid you not, <laughs> this is where we are with with this. I just saw a tweet yesterday about Christopher Columbus and releasing his director's cut of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Oh my god! <laughs> and I'm like, because this is like literally, it's like the the Zach uh, the Zach Snyder you know Justice cut, which we've talked about, is just like the that epitome of like, oh, you can. Do, it's like. It's like if you're you have a class of second graders and you give one of them a fudge pop, and then all the other second graders are like, "I want a fudge pop too! I want a fudge pop too!" And this movie would be like this movie. So, *Venom: Horizon* has a, a director's cut or had a director's cut that was four. I think they took out forty-seven minutes of this movie, and
1: but wh- they I don't understand for- why they needed to make it an hour and a half. Like that is yeah. It, it yeah. this should not have been an hour and a half. It should have been like a two this, hour movie.
2: This, the pacing of this movie, and I hadn't, I probably hadn't watched this movie in 20 years at this point. It, it's just one of those movies that you see clips of and, and YouTube videos talk about and podcasts talk about. Venge Horizon is a pretty significant movie, but you sit there and, and I were watching it yesterday. And I'm like, man, you just sit there and you're like, it is, it feels like a roller coaster where you get up and you go down the hill and the bottom of the hill is and the ride like you get this adrenaline dump of scary and like dangerous and all this stuff and then the ride's over and the horrific like,
1: images that they have in this yeah. movie are more horrific than most horror movies yeah. put together like to be honest yeah. like, it's its depiction of hell it's uh its use of like practical blood and like scars yeah. and everything is done so good and it's just creepy and horrific looking and there's so many yeah. like well done like super creepy fucking shit in this but then at the same time it feels yeah. like a cheesy well, campy 90s yeah. action space comedy at the same time
2: <laughs> after re-watching it i i really it's the you get re confirmation how much dead space was like oh they really liked what this this movie did and they're like okay we're gonna we're gonna video game it a little bit yeah but like that game has such it like it it just celebrates event horizon um i really it's 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 so strange because that movie is like literally it's they made them cut 47 minutes like and it's weird because you, you, they gave him like $60 million in 97, right? and the set which is, is so
1: awesome in this movie though. yeah
2: dude my, i laugh at this there's other things i laugh about at this movie because we're in 97 so we're in the midst of like every movie has to use cgi this movie is so much better when it doesn't cgi things yeah, that's that the thing op- that
1: the, makes it not the yeah the time
2: yeah the opening scene where there's like a a bunch of shit floating around in the, in the event horizon with like no grab like with yeah. the no, zero grav. it's you sit there and you're like Oh, uh it's so bad and it's funny because this movie has so much practical effects and not that you get to see a lot of it but man there this movie does so much but it's like you said it's so 90s like if you could if you're going to do cgi space effects of you need to do what aliens does and like do like as minimally or do it like you know as from far back as you can you gotta do like you're doing space shops and like nothing else they're like competing combining humans and like space and all this shit the shit that they do in this movie
1: explosions and sound effects that yeah. happen in space is so yeah. ridiculous there's no oxygen yeah. and there's no yeah. sound so like everything yeah. that happens in this movie would not happen in real life so it's just yeah. you know, oh. like we know that because uh, well most people know that i assume but other movies have done it now yeah. very yeah. well where it's like yeah whoa,
0: yeah i think of the, the
1: it's so much gravity skating. right oh yeah gravity, gravity
2: right awesome. I, I i never saw gravity i haven't seen the two of the bigger space movies that have come out in the last 20 years that and gravity and interstellar and never saw either oh. one of them interstellar and... i went and
1: saw by myself in theaters dude i already have my tickets to go and see ghostbusters on Thursday in IMAX. Like that's like, I'm
2: dude. I'm, I hear, I I hear really good things. And I, man, all I know is that it sounds like this movie is going to do like percentages lower than it should because of how bad the ghostbusters reboot was, because that movie is literally one of the worst movies I've ever seen in the theater. Cast
1: out. Uh, like,
2: I know, I know, but you, you hear people talk about it and you go, they're like, no, no, fuck that. <laughs> because well, of... not around Could... here,
1: man. It was filmed right around Calgary and stuff. So, like, oh, was it? A- and uh, the theater I'm going to has like props and people dressed up with in actual yeah. costumes from the movie, like at the yeah. theater for the first week. So I'm gonna go and get pictures and send them to you. Well, whatever. But I- I- there's a buzz around Calgary to see yeah. this movie. It's gonna like, it's gonna I- be big I- here. I- but yeah, I-, I believe what you're saying for sure.
2: I have everything I've heard about it is good, but like it's that movie. Even the marketing seems strange to like what it is and whatnot. And yeah, it's hey, a passing of the I, torch. Uh, yeah, uh, man, dude, you you know it though. That that last one was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It like was, it's
1: it, it did not hit the mark. They they, I, they messed up a franchise that had you know yeah.
2: Dude, Ghostbusters the original is literally one of those movies that I can pop on and watch almost anytime. Almost anytime. Like it's up there like I I like, don't have like many movies
1: Event Horizon, such an easy watch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> man, uh, I I really 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 enjoy this movie and it's so just do I, it man. was making I I'm making those like partial come things and it's really because this movie pacing wise is just it's just insane like this movie sets up at 137 minutes you have 25 30 minutes at the beginning of the movie like where you're establishing characters and doing all that and then like it's like the second act is all like set up for horror and the third act is horror and it's just but like you have so much where you never get explained so many things you never get there's these characters having these visions there's all this like and you kind of get an explanation at the end, but like you don't – it these images don't have the impact that they – that Paul – you know, Paul W.S. Anderson, who by far this is his best movie. Like it's not even a debate that this is his best movie. I've watched a lot of Paul W.S. Anderson movies, had fun with most of them. Death Race but, is
1: hel- – I, I had fun with Death Race, but <laughs>
2: – Dude, he's he, he made 800 Resident Evil movies.
1: Yeah. And and they're all the exact same it's movie. Like, they all like yeah. are the exact same. The the original Resident- with the like the the, the cube laser yeah. cut and the trippy yeah. eye. Still yeah. like one of the that, that goes down in history for me with him. Oh, dude, but,
2: yeah. It's that's his probably his second best movie, it, the original Resident Evil. Yeah. But Dude, I well speaking. Of, this came out while you were uh, you were in uh, you were you were missing the the Resident Evil trailer, which is coming out this month, is one of the worst trailers I've ever seen because <laughs> of the terrible. CG in it. Yeah, the CG is like I'm like you're putting this mo- like the 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 part that worries me is why are they showing this stuff? That someone has to realize the CG is bad, and you need to keep like. Hide it in the fucking movie, then. Like, if the CG is gonna be bad, go ahead, and hide it in the movie. But man, people have been shitting on that movie for since like the first set photos come. They all look like they're going to like some con dressed like like dressed up as like a, a cosplaying as Resident Evil characters. Their costumes look like, terrible. That the, the movie just feels cheap, and then like, oh, oh that makes it me probably sad. Is. Yeah, yeah. Um, Unlike like, this movie.
1: Sixty million dollars,
2: six, yeah. Sixty million, I think, is about what they. Where is it? The fucking. I hated when IMDb used to be like like real good at like.
1: You got uh, to pay for it now. Uh,
2: oh, is that how you? Uh, yeah,
1: because uh, there's IMDb Pro, and then you can get like behind the scenes and like all that stuff. Because I was on IMDb with like yeah. a couple of my short films and stuff, and I paid for Pro to like yeah have. The, the things be on there and everything and that's you can go to like see all the budgets and what people are like actually oh. working on and their like uh um managers information is on there and you can like phone their manager Damn. like Leonardo DiCaprio's manager's numbers like right on there and shit but that's Damn. It. You pay for it well I don't know yeah. but yeah you know yeah essentially yeah yeah
2: it's sixty million is a, yeah what I get from Google and this movie is I they spent a lot on I assume they spent a lot of cast because you have like Sam Neill I think is the biggest actor from this time frame right you you end up having Lawrence Fishburne but like Lawrence Fishburne wasn't I think he wasn't I don't think that man yeah he wasn't Neo yeah this is a couple years before that um but I mean you have some really good actors like Jason Isaacs who people know as uh Malfoy from the Harry Potter movies um He's always an asshole, but, like, this, there's so much, like, that, and then there's, like, you have these space practice, or CG effects they probably spent shit tons on. You have these sets. They built these big, elaborate sets. Man, I don't even want to know how much they spent on that, the the drive thing. Like, that thing looked like it was, yeah, so fully functioning. I have to say, and I'm going to bring this up when I talk again, but... Man, this movie does one thing, though, that I fucking hate. And, like, it doesn't ruin the movie for me by any chance. But when you have sci-fi horror, why is there always a character who wants to go fucking start touching shit for random fucking <laughs> reasons? Like, this this movie has Prometheus syndrome way before Prometheus. Prometheus, like the, the scene with the, the idiots going to hug and play with the space snakes is one of the stupidest scenes I've ever seen. And this movie, like... I don't get angry at this movie because like with, with how they sell it and set it up, like I could see that this guy wasn't like thinking and this was mind control, but he walks up like first thing on the space, the event horizon and just pokes the portal to hell that he doesn't know what the fuck it is. He's just like, Oh, I'm going to poke this. <laughs> and it's like, and then, and then everyone dies. I mean, it's not all his fault, obviously. Cause he doesn't, he doesn't do all that much damage. Uh, Old good old Sam Neil is yeah, the real Sam one, Neal's really.
1: Is
2: <laughs> yeah, the I mean he fucks up there. a lot. Yeah, well, the thing with him is you don't know. He it, it seems to me, and I don't know if like you agree. I, I think it's they did a pretty good like job of establishing this motherfucker. Like there was like I think there were good intentions, but there were, there were two things: it was pride, and then the ship got to him. Like this motherfucker was like so proud of what he did that like, yeah, and like. Well, when and the explanation some...
1: of time travel from this movie alone has been used and reused. This, the bending of time and putting the time yeah. through the paper, like that is yeah. like this is where it originated. But I, I swear, I've seen it before, or I yeah. just loved that depiction of like time travel. It's like no, or... you just bring both places to the same place and then,
2: bloop. yeah. I think some other movie sci-fi thing did that, like. And I don't know where opening up the portal, but like it had to have been because I think I remember that so hard, like core in my brain. Yeah. And I hadn't seen this movie in 20 years. Like it, it's, it's been a long time because I saw
1: this movie in theaters and it fucked me up. Like I was young when this came out. I think I was 12 dude, when this came out. Dude, so.
2: I was going to say I was 14 yeah, I was when this movie came out. Yeah. So it fucked Jesus me up. Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude. It dude. fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, man. I, because I, I mentioned earlier, this movie had 47 minutes or sort whatever of cut out. And they, they, I, I don't know, like, is this, I don't know if it's true. Uh, uh, but this is the, the, the whole, like, fucking legend with this movie is that they, the director's cut got lost in, like, a mind, a mine in, like, Transylvania or something like that. Like, it's, uh, right. It's one of those things where it's just like it disappeared. Like this footage is gone. It's you go back to things like Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven that got super hacked apart by the you know Motion Picture of, uh, uh, Association of America (MPAA) stuff like that. And you're just like you're like never gonna have this film back. And it, it's funny because it's like I I don't know of anything else like in the last thirty years. Like sci fi horror wise, that's even come close, right? Like, like to like, like, I think of things that are probably better movies, maybe not better. I don't know. I think of things like Sunshine. Like, Sunshine has that, like, yes. is a very, very, like, it ends up kind of being a bait and switch. It's kind of, <laughs> Sunshine's kind of like from Dust Till Dawn, where like you go in thinking it's one movie and. You, you get that for a little while and then you fucking hit the wall and it goes like 90 that that sunshine turns into a fucking space slasher of uh, like at, like the last act of the movie um so i think of things like sunshine but it's like like uh this why did i, I was gonna say equilibrium totally not a horror movie but like <laughs> sci-fi horror stuff like there hasn't been much done well in the last 30 no, years like it's
1: not sci-fi it's like, sci-fi horror used to be a subgenre of horror, and like yeah, I, like Alien, obviously. M- I I believe yeah. made that and Prometheus, whatever. But this is the last one that I remember. Like yeah. nothing has ever. Well, I guess there was that like Mars there's, one or whatever with ice there, I mean, there's like
2: oh yeah, Ghost of Mars. That was John Carpenter, man. Right? But no, like that. You sit there and you look at things like uh, like Prometheus and 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 but Alien Covenant, which which are both.
0: Are all, ah,
1: Part of the alien franchise, right? Like,
2: yeah, but none of them even hit. Is what I'm saying is like none of them left a like because I hate Prometheus and what this, I honestly
1: hate and most people do. I don't know why. That's one that I love. For Sawingen. I hate
2: the act. I hate the the characters writing in that movie is so bad. It's robotic it, for sure. But it's it, I think it was the, supposed to. The, 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 and uh, I know that writing of that movie was. <laughs> It wasn't James Cameron's best work, let me tell you what. Or or not James Cameron. Uh, it's, uh, what do you call him? The other guy who wrote the original. Uh, Ridley, Ridley Scott. Scott did it. Yeah. I guess you could consider
1: uh-huh. um, uh, Predator, alien horror. And that. there's a new one that was just, why is everything being filmed in Calgary? It was just in Calgary and directed <laughs> by the guy who got me into content creation, Dan Trachtenberg, who did 10 Cloverfield Lane. He was on yeah. uh, Totally Rad Show. On revision three and i watched that like religiously and then my first uh like show reviewing movies was because he had totally rad show with his three buddies reviewing movies and doing skits and shit that's where what literally got me into like reviewing movies on the internet was yeah him so i wanted to go and like try and find the set and uh well, and The Last of Us is being filmed here in Calgary right now, too. Like, they're shutting down full parts of downtown Calgary to film yeah. this crazy show. So at yeah. Calgary's M- f- ridiculous right now.
2: Well dude it's like you need a big city it's the same <laughs> dude they got to, they got done like tired of using cities like they like they're like even like Cleveland they use Cleveland for like Fast and Furious and Marvel movies they're like even this is too much money and they're going to fucking Canada because it's
1: well, the dollar buys them more the background of every freaking uh DC TV show and yeah, like, every... Deadpool and like so many shows are, are just Vancouver but everything with Coward.
2: CW everything cw shoots is in uh vancouver right like that's every like yeah it's why all those motherfuckers if you don't know like everyone who has ever worked on a fucking uh, cw show is like they're best friends with each other because they all like live in the city for everything right um yeah man it's 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 funny man with like it paul Paul ws anderson this is his like second movie Right, and so I'm just looking at it, and it's, but he did something in '94. No, what am I doing? Film nog. I don't want. I want director. Yeah. So he did. Oh yeah, he did Mortal Kombat, and then this.
1: Yeah. And Mortal Kombat was fucking rad.
2: Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's dude. We just had, we had Mortal Kombat come out. That was this year, was it?
1: Oh, yeah.
2: and that that movie was a lot of fun it was definitely fun it,
1: but it was not a-
2: but it wasn't it was not a mortal Kombat movie when you don't have a, a fucking fighting tournament like yeah. i like spoiler alert i'm sorry it just like it doesn't like i don't know the movie i had fun with but yeah um so yeah this this is like his he did he did shopping which i've never heard of mortal kombat and then Event Horizon. So this is his third movie. Mortal Kombat was obviously the reason why they gave this man all the money to do Event Horizon. How do you get Mortal Kombat
1: will... as your second movie? That's... Oh, I guess it wasn't really well known until oh. that... well, I... it was as a video game. But like, yeah. I thought it was a pretty good adaptation, and it had the song. So that's all it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's... <laughs> yeah, that that dude, Well, It's funny, man, like they they did a lot with it and like that movie still one of consider considered one of the better video game movies because we still haven't gotten a, a lot of good video game movies. Um
1: Well, when you have uh what's his name? Um Highlander in it like Yeah, Christopher <laughs> Lambert. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. Gonna, he's it's, it's you you got a good start
2: man that dude is awesome mm-hmm. i mean he's dude he nothing ever beats him in mist though so i mean it's <laughs> mist we uh, dude it was it was funny because like we uh jerry and i talked about midnight mass and like the and kept having to talk about the mist because of the the crazy religious lady in both of them you know yeah. so yeah i i but,
1: loved how the mist ended and it's infamous for like being one of the just most tragic worst like if you like being a normal human you do not like the ending of mist and i was just like to be so unsatisfied and to know that they they had to uh, get this approved by like producers and like a a studio and like this is what went out makes me so happy as just like a filmmaker that someone yeah. had the audacity to be like no it's not going to be a hollywood ending it's going to be yeah. so devastating and just make you feel terrible and they're like oh okay yeah. like <laughs> it's, yeah it's i mean awesome. that's awesome you don't see
0: it they're,
2: they're letting ari astor do that now i mean yeah the ending sure. of midsummer and fucking uh, uh 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 what do you call it
1: but he's an, au- oh, what is it called? tour director? Like, you know, he's known. Yeah. For, is that the right word? I don't fucking know. But he's known for that, that shit, what, right? So.
2: Yeah, Hereditary and Midsummer are both like those. Uh, the, I, the new wave of horror. Is that what they're calling Is Something weird. There's some title that they talk about with like the artsy things. Like with that and the, the witch and everything like that.
1: Like lens on horror. Yeah.
2: Which yeah. I love.
1: Oh, I, I almost checked out Lamb, but then didn't get around to it either.
2: Jerry said it was awesome. He said it was really good. It's not really a horror movie, though, is what he said. But like it more like he a said
1: psychological, it, type
2: weird movie. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, because it's like Icelandic. It's like s- that. That's not even like you watch the trailers of that movie. That movie. That trailer is fucking bonkers. And yes. I, yeah, it's on. It, it's on my list of watching uh, stuff. But man, that movie is crazy. Maybe we talk about Lamb next week. I don't know. That might be interesting. <laughs> We're getting I'm towards. Gonna... I mean actually i don't know I, dude I, I almost feel like we should go uh, like to honor last thanksgiving and go talk talk about the <laughs> n- less superior Thanksgiving three but i don't know uh, thanks man dude it? we had a thanks thanksgiving i don't, know, I don't was know
1: awesome and that was a fun episode
2: i hear Gob- episode uh that the second one was real bad but <laughs> gobble gobble <laughs> might be <motherfucker>. worth <laughs> gobble gobble yeah all the turkey flared condoms and everything in that movie is bonkers man um yeah so the it's crazy though yeah this is his third movie they gave him 60 million which is all dude that would be a lot now that's like a mid-sized like that's like a mid-sized like horror movie it's not like actually it's a pretty big horror they don't make movie horror movies with bigger budgets than that really like I think hereditary probably not hereditary
1: Million max now like that's it's because of the whole um uh what's his name uh, effect on horror it's like yeah you don't have to spend a lot of money yeah and i've made a whole career out of it now
2: dude Who malignant you? was uh, malignant was only 40 million <laughs> that, that's like the one that is as when it comes to like fucking feeling like a big movie like a hollywood movie that movie felt like a big like regardless of everything else right Warner like the, Brothers the, way- is
1: the only house because it's now the james wan house it's the only studio that ha- makes studio horror like it, yeah. you, what used to be studio yeah. or because now it can be the Blumhouse effect. That's what I was going for. Yeah. So Blumhouse yeah. has made the new model that everyone's like, oh, you can give a movie a million dollars, three million dollars, and it's going to make potentially, you yeah. know, like the par- paranormal activity thing. It's like you throw an extra million at it to make the ending and all the stuff polished up and whatever. Then it's only a one yeah. million dollar movie that was they they can still say it was made for $60,000 or something stupid
0: <laughs> yeah
2: yeah i mean so just looking at things like you, the last couple things here that like just got showed up on james Wan's thing You got supposedly 40 million for Mag- malignant it says the, the the conjuring the devil made me do it 39 million so like things that are like come out this year and then candy man is they're saying it's 25 million dollars so like a big budget horror movie. Like now it seems like it's $40 million and that's mm-hmm. 20, basically 25 years later, you're going, man, you're $20 million less 25. Cause they're it's, not going
1: to give you the money to make those sets anymore. And I, I heard yeah. also, um, a lot of TV shows or all the new TV shows, not even space TV shows that are going to be produced on for Disney plus are all using that, uh, same set that, uh, the mandalorian used and like the just this the the video background or whatever all done, yeah uh, uh epic games and stuff like yeah yeah
2: there's a lot man and i mean it's it's it's, it's just going
1: get the cost down right like you can build sets in a 3d space that look real and then just yeah. like make shit really fast and then yeah like this is the the new way man
2: Yeah. I mean, now, especially with like the world we live in with like COVID and stuff like that, that kind of stuff has actually made it easier to shoot things too because you're like able to do it in one like confined set and you're not going to have to go out and shoot wherever to do stuff like that. Right. So that's a big deal, especially now. I mean, it's we have a lot coming out, man. It's like we have. Have you watched the the Chucky show at all, man?
1: Mm, I I watched an episode or two. I wasn't really into it. I stopped. It wasn't holding my attention, dude.
2: I'm loving it. It's yeah. just it's the it's the the Brad Dorff. That one one. They're swearing and going violent as fuck, and yes. which is crazy for it being that. And then just the practical effects and like the characters have gotten like they had to get over them being thirteen year olds or whatever, fourteen year olds in like middle school. But yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's it's funny, man. Like there's like content like COVID, especially, has made. Like, just putting out blockbusters even, like, harder, right? So, everything's made it. and But it's funny. We sit there and we ha- Halloween Kills made shit tons of money. I mean, it made shit tons of money. I think it was, like, it was...
1: It's a franchise that, that like, has legs, though. Like, it's not going to die. It, it's too yeah. iconic now. And people... Yeah. You put the mask on and it's even, like, remotely half good. It's going to make a shit ton of yeah. money because people don't like change.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean that's why season of the witch is the like the the catastrophe it is, right? Oh, um,
1: have you seen anything about uh Black Phone? Like I thought that was supposed to be like well, it's the follow-up
2: uh It's Scott uh, Derrickson, yeah. yeah.
1: Scott Derrickson's follow-up to the Sinister, I guess essentially, right? Like
2: Yeah. Yeah, he did uh he did uh, uh Doctor Strange in Between. I'm going to try my fucking hardest to talk to that dude about, about that movie. Um. Um. Because my wife works with his uh, sister-in-law, but I don't think that's gonna happen. But I could, I could, I could pray to to like someone or or something. Or I don't. I mean, I gotta keep asking for things, and eventually something's gonna happen, right? I mean, who the fuck knows?
1: Well, I Um, mean, it's 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 him back with Ethan Hawke making horror. You know, like so sinister, and this is now the new. Sinister movie yeah. with Ethan hawk I've heard. I saw the trailer. It didn't look as like horrific as like because Sinister was fucking. That was a yeah. That was a crazy movie. It was really well done. Yeah,
2: uh, the the first people who have seen that are saying it's fucking terrifying. So that's awesome. Oh really? So nice. We'll see. Yeah, I, I don't know when that's coming out. It's like in March or something. We got uh, Scream comes out in. January, oh, yeah. which is the next big one. So
1: I'm excited. We got a lot coming. Apparently, they're dropping the whole funny vibe to it, though. They made it more serious, which I don't think. Like that's what that's made not scream scream. Yeah, that's yeah. what made scream scream was the fact that it yeah. was funny as well, and it was like meta as fuck all the time. And it it, it, it was like, it, yeah.
2: If you drop the humor of scream, you're gonna fuck up what you're doing with it, man. Like that's like that's, that's, what that's I why heard. I do we, that's why Dewey is such a fa- like like Dewey's such a like important character and Randy was. Like all the fucking comedic relief for the tension of like exactly. these things because it's supposed to be a fun popcorn ride, even though it's a slasher movie, but like yeah, so I don't know, man. It's
0: that's what I've heard yeah, anyway. So Yeah. Who I hope fucking it's knows? Good.
1: I hope it's good. I've liked every um, movie in the franchise so far.
2: Yeah. So I have to say, what when um we're talking about event horizon what is (laughs) we're going all over the place it's okay i i dude, we also had to catch up and we had to record parts of us catching up so it's that's all that really truly matters um i I don't want to go into it too much more because we spent so much time catching up and everything but like that but what is what is event horizon what is the thing that you like you what's the most memorable thing about this film for you like i mean you said it fucked you up in the theaters i mean that makes a big difference right like because well, i was the way shit, too
1: young to see like yeah. the, the images of hell still yeah. like with, when the guy is like hanging over and like the rib cage is like open and stuff like you don't see that's not even
2: in yeah like, that's not even in that that's not even in the hell though that's just what sam Neil does to that motherfucker right um uh, but the, it's very
1: hell scene, you know but just like the i'm talking about just all the horrific images yeah. of this and like the way they did the the no eyes in the eye sockets I don't think it's ever been done better like it's done to so it's... many people in this movie and that, that shot of him fixing the like computer parts in the the little like matrixy looking uh, tunnel yeah, in there Hollywood. and stuff yeah. that, I, those images all stand out to me and obviously the orb the event horizon orb that is the point yeah. of the hell and stuff like it's there's so many like things that are done so well visually in this movie. But then rewatching it again last night, I didn't realize how nineties it was like the, the, the sound effects are so campy. Like, yeah. Like the punch sound effects are so nineties. Like you couldn't find a better sound effect. Like these are taken straight from like mortal Kombat, and it's campy as hell. And it was really funny to like have that mix of like, Ultra horrific images with like this guy's obviously an action director and just yeah. came off of an action movie because of like the cheesy lines that, um, uh, Cooper Richard T. Jones has. At, yeah. Like, you want something hot and black in you right now? I'm talking about coffee and stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, it like just cheesy, like one liners that are so 90s that, um, uh, it's it's really yeah I I love this movie on so many different levels but like those are yeah. the standouts to me and just obviously Sam Neill's face is iconic with all those like cuts on them at the end
2: dude I feel like there is a like the rest the between him and and Lawrence Fishburne in this mm-hmm. movie they do a pretty good job with their oh, totally. their like their what they're given but they're like the rest of the cast is yes. varying degrees of okay uh, and that's a big deal it, but I'm not I'm not entirely sure though like how much of that is like the the script because I don't know how great the script is also I don't know how much you lose contextually because of those 40 whatever minutes they pulled out of this film there's a lot to not know with this movie um, <laughs> it's it, the sad part like especially when you've lost all this footage and you're never going to get to see it it's it it just sucks because you're like you're like, oh, there's so much here that I really did joy. And it's not taken away from the movie. It's just like it's like you it's like you got a birthday Sunday and uh you like you're you don't get a cherry on top because they run out of cherries like right before you. Like it's like it's like, oh, that would've made it that much better. It's like that just little extra stuff. And it's, it's
1: But it is it, a it's perfect storyline for a horror movie in space. The fact that you have yeah. the space time continuum it, it fucked up and actually accidentally took us to hell. And it's like it's so yeah. easy that log line to, yeah. to is what got it the budget. Probably it's yeah. like it's perfect.
2: Yeah. Well, dude, this movie is like between that and like this movie is so 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 I. I don't know. It, it It's very Hellraiser also, right? Totally. Like it's very Hellraiser totally. because of the hell, the hell yeah. there aren't Cenobites or anything like that. And it, it ends up being Sam Neill's kind of like that kind of Cenobite-esque character throughout this. But like, it's very, it's very like mysterious in that it's a lot because they had to cut out so much content and building up this, this universe of what is happening. Right. And I feel like I, even that, and you look at the uh, the small amounts of uh, the uh, the like intros and the setup where they're just like like flowing te- throwing text at you. We're like, oh shit, we gotta catch you up real quick because we don't have time to do anything else. It's kind of like all that stuff, and you're like, oh man, it. I don't know. I, I really do think that this is probably. Paul W S Anderson's like, I mean, look at it. You look at this man did, doesn't do d- original shit, right? Like this is like the one original thing he did. It's like, <laughs> it's like everything else is is like properties, and like he doesn't proficiently. He's never great. He's never terrible. But like, I mean, oh, man, a couple of those Resident Evil movies are pretty bad. And hey, then did, did
1: the first Alien versus Predator, and I thought that was really fun. But it's because I, of his previous yeah. properties right like mortal Kombat was super fun and campy and alien versus predator has to be that if you take yeah it, like trying to make that a, a serious I, movie it isn't gonna work
2: my problem biggest problem in that movie is trying to take that fucking universe and putting it into pg-13 because that's yeah. the most insane fucking thing ever like fun wise that movie is it's fun, fun. Yeah. especially especially compared to that second one which is literally the worst oh, lit movie I've ever seen. The worst lit That movie was lit worse than that fucking Slasher Let party movie we saw. Like or things like that. <laughs> like it's just like it's that let's bad. Just, let's it's, just put
1: this uh work light in the middle of the room because uh, these characters need Oh wait, there's shadows everywhere. Yeah. Doesn't matter. <laughs>
2: so yeah, man, I, I do this movie is, I think, iconic. And I think that space horror doesn't get enough. Like, uh, my favorite movie of all time is still Alien. Alien is that movie, that iconic thing, and it it has that connection with me and horror. That and the thing is right there. So, I love sci-fi horror. I feel like sci-fi horror doesn't get enough, like, credit. I mean, there's things like Life that happened a couple years ago, which I still never saw, which seems like it was kind of a horror movie um, with Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds and all that stuff. Yeah. But... I need to see like I, I don't know. It wasn't know. good, I,
1: but it wasn't bad.
2: <laughs> I yeah, I really liked Underwater. I, I Underwater is I never watched. Kind it. of sci-fi horror, I guess because yeah, you're dude. Check it out. It's that's a I've that's a fun good. ride. Yeah, it's a fun ride for what it is for sure. Yeah. Um, but man, there's like there's a lot of it, and I just need more of these movies. So like, you just on the 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 platform alone that it's like a movie that uh that's in this genre that I really really can I'm you know connected to because of alien and thing um it it, it not being perfect not the doesn't remake. mean it's not, not the remake it, yeah
1: <sighs> I hated the remake so much why would, why would you remake the thing like come on
2: you, you didn't even do remake you did a prequel slash soft reboot or whatever you were planning on doing and just and then you make it all in cg or you make all practical effects and then you fucking shit all over them in in uh cg and you just go i hate you guys all uh, yeah
1: i don't understand who was in charge of those decisions because studios same people who fucked up this movie like the thing is like widely known is like one of the best practical effects movies ever made and it's like yeah made people get into the industry just to like do practical effects and yeah just yeah poop on I, it.
2: it's funny man maybe we do talk about i i don't know we'll figure out what we're gonna do next week um i'm thinking maybe we'd go to thanks killing three because i love the first one so much but Josh, we're dude. I like it's not even going to talk about it as much, and like the whole like how it ended up, everything happening tonight. I am so happy to see your ugly face again. I mean, pretty face again. Oh. <laughs> and <Wow. laughs> my wife is sitting here for some reason, and and giving me shit and laughing at me. See? So, yeah. So, Josh, hi. It is good to be recording with you again. Yeah. And we'll see what happens next week. You sexy fuck.
1: Um, but i love i i have tuesdays are if we're doing tuesdays they're perfect i have a Tuesday. yeah tuesday just
2: yeah we'll see oh god you 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 give it to me josh you give it to me on tuesday (laughs) okay buddy well right beside your
1: wife you're supposed to wait till Uh, she leaves the room man
2: no she knows she understands what she's married (laughs) to it's okay josh we yeah so like if it I just don't want to, like, go off and try to record a three-hour episode to talking randomly about everything. But, dude, it's so good to have you back. Emma, I love your face. And it's it's fantastic. So, Josh. Hi. We're going to ease into this. And we're going to go hard next week. Uh, and then we'll, I'll tweet out what we're going to talk about, though, when we figure it out for sure. I think Thanksgiving 3, a.k.a. Thanksgiving 2, might be what it is. Just to talk about it, because the first one was so much fun. But... Hey, I've I'm heard down. bad things. So. Okay. Okay, Josh. 2.9 out
1: I of 10 you. on IMDb. <laughs> yes.
2: We got to record it and talk about Thanksgiving because next week is American Thanksgiving. So, okay, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good time. And I love you. Bye. Bye! <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to Murder Moose. Hey, so this is a weird episode. We are doing two parts. Talk to to uh, my good boy, Josh, the former, you know, I mean, the, the host of this co-host of the show tonight other co-host jerry we're talking about event horizon some more but how the fuck are you jerry
3: dude i am great my love for this movie is so fucking massive like it's it's one of my 10 favorite movies of all time what's crazy is i'm currently writing a retrospective on this movie for a magazine and talking to the guy who wrote it this next week so dude i'm so stoked
2: Dude, I, I I was saying this last night talking to Josh, but man, this is the one of those movies that I feel like this is what I compared to it, and I think you'll enjoy the, the comparison, so I'll use it again. This is like if you're like about like you're about to come and like you stop like you know pumping or or, or doing and you have one of those like sputtering orgasms like that are like that feel weird because this movie's so good, but you know you know how much the studio fucked with this movie. And, the, like, the cutting of the time, of, like, the 47 minutes they had to cut and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And you go, the pacing suffers because of it. And it's actually kind of a shock how much fun this movie is mm-hmm. still, even yeah, with no, all those
3: problems. Dude, totally. Like, I, with how much tampering, and it's legendary how much tampering this movie w- went through. Like, it's it's a miracle <laughs> that it came out even watchable, let alone how good it is. Yeah. Like, dude, like... Oh, man. And I've always been fascinated with the idea, like, if the studios greenlit this movie and read the script, yeah. and, like, I read somewhere that the studios kind of stopped watching dailies after a certain point, so they didn't really know what they bit off until they started yeah. doing test screenings, and people yeah. were, like, walking out disgusted with, like, the blood orgy and all this crazy stuff yeah. that got cut out. And, dude, like, this movie, uh, The Crow City of Angels, Nightbreed Until It Actually Fucking Happened. Uh, the yeah. Exorcist Three. These are all movies that I've spent decades wanting to see those actual like director's cut, uncut movies. And like we got, yeah, we got like the really shitty quality one for The Exorcist Three on the Blu-ray. Uh, we got that fucking uh, really amazing director's cut of Nightbreed on Blu-ray. But like this one and the Crow: City of Angels, like I just cross my fingers that they'll, they'll happen well, one of these days.
2: Is is it – I don't know if it's urban legend, but this is the one in, uh, that they always say got lost in a Transylvanian mine or something. Like weird, crazy shit. Like they stored it somewhere insane and the f- the fil- the footage got like lost and shit like that. You would
3: have to store Event Horizon in a Transylvanian mine without evil yeah. the movie is. It's like uh, a couple of nights ago my wife and I watched the uh, documentary on Paramount Plus about the entire Paranormal Activity series – Yeah, and I and they said that they told the story in the documentary, and it's also been one of my favorite stories for years. How initially Amblin, Steven Spielberg's company, and and, uh, DreamWorks and stuff, they wanted to remake Paranormal Activity instead of releasing it wide. They were going to remake it with a big, you know, bigger budget. Oh, that would have been so bad, right? And Steven Spielberg (laughs) watched it, and I guess his door locked on him, and so like he was so scared that he returned the movie like. Wrapped in a bag and said, get it out of his house. <laughs> but, like, man. it's like Event Horizon. Like, the movie, like, it has, like, this legendary status of, like, almost, like, this dangerous cut that we've never seen. Yeah. And, it, like, dude, like, like I said, it's a miracle that it turned out even, like, watchable. But this movie is so fucking good.
2: Yeah, the – man, it's funny because the uh, the the blood orgy scene that you barely – you get just get glimpses of, right, mm-hmm. is – you see some fucked up shit but you don't ever get to see it and you hear the, all the shit they actually did for that scene which is including hiring porn stars and hiring like amputees <laughs> and like doing all this shit that is like which is uh, the more i do this podcast and learn about more horror movies that have done that because that was also what happened with the thing in the the chess scene right like the, mm-hmm. like was another amputee um i don't like as long as people are getting paid to do it and do it, like, are cool doing it, I'm, like, mm-hmm. I just don't want them exploiting that, See, this type of No, dude, totally.
3: And it's always, like, a really difficult thing for me just because, like, separating that stuff. Because there's movies yeah. I love and I've loved my entire life that were really shitty in their yeah. treatment of people. Like yeah. The Sentinel, which is one of my favorite movies ever from the 70s. Yeah. Uh, like, at the end, all like, the gates of hell open up and all these, like, peop- demons from hell come out and they were all just real deformed people in real life. And it's just wow. like, that is extremely fucked up. Yeah. The movie's so well, good. But, like, no, dude, you read about all the stories about Event Horizon and everything that went into it, everything they had to cut out, how prepped dude. they did for that the blood orgy and how, like, nuts it was. And it's just, like, it adds – I think it adds to the legend and the mystique of the movie – to where, like, yeah. like if you like Event Horizon, that's cool. But if you're, like, a super, super big fan of Event Horizon, it's almost like you're in this exclusive club of, like, yeah. one day we'll see that footage. <laughs> like, it and- reminds you of, like, being a kid and, like, you know, you bring faces of death home, you know, and yeah. you don't want to yeah. tell your parents that you're watching it. That's what the yeah. director's cut, you know, is I- to me.
2: It's like it feels like the uh, like if you played old the old Grand Theft Auto games and you're like, oh man, if if I enter this code, I'm gonna see boobs. Like it's like like you know the shit that kids tell each other when like you know they're like, you do this and this and you'll see this. And it's just a bunch of bullshit. And we know this cut exists. I just we don't think it is the the footage is there like in any usable form anymore, right? See, Which dude, is dude,
3: like. You know, I'm not trying to piss off anyone that rallied behind, you know, relief the Snyder cut. Like it, yeah. it's not it's not for me, but I'm happy that people got that. Yeah. But if anything positive if if anything positive came from that, it's it showed, I think studios and showed just fans and filmmakers in general that there are enough people behind a director's vision to yeah. make it happen. And yeah. dude, if an, I think if enough horror fans got together, and rallied behind Event Horizon, the level yeah. that Zack Snyder had all of his fans do. Like, dude, they would give uh Paul W. Sanderson uh like more money to go back and fix those effects, dude. Yeah. And how fucking rad would that be? But
2: well, the problem with that is the footage is is what really, I mean, it's funny, it the, the Event Horizon has some really bad CG, but most of it's in that very, very beginning, right? Mm-hmm. It's the it's the floating hallway scene, right? And we, we were talking about it. Josh and I were talking about it. The budget of this movie is fucking insane. You mm-hmm. compare the budget of this movie to, we were comparing it to like the last few Conjuring movies and Candyman. Candyman was like 25 million. And like the last Conjuring was like 40 million. And like, yeah. and even fucking uh, uh Malignant was like 40 or whatever it was. And it's like, so you have this movie from 24 years ago nearly a quarter century and it was probably a quarter century when they approved it right mm-hmm. and you're talking about them giving them that kind of fucking budget
3: and what's for- funny is the story that led to that like yeah. usually someone makes a movie and it's a hit and they're like you know what we'll greenlight another movie for you yeah. like people were so the studios were so fucking stoked that paul anderson's mortal Kombat was a hit yeah <laughs> that yeah. fucking movie to where yeah. they gave him like carte blanche like they were like do you want to do you want to direct x-men and he's like yeah. no and they were given like all these huge movies yeah. and the one he chose was the haunted house in space movie like yeah. how fucking cool is that well dude
2: and it's like we talked about but like the thing is that i love this is like the only original movie he's ever done like every single other one of his movies has been like a well he did he is did the,
3: shopping right which is like that old old school and he did no i don't i, I think when he see. came to the states i think when he came to the states uh fucking oh everything. yeah he did shopping yeah he other than that and, that's, and it, that's it yeah you're right dude other than that like dude it's all like resident evil it's all what monster hunter because death race was a remake too yeah right? like uh-huh. so like go to this like this is a list
2: uh Shopping Mortal Kombat Event Horizon Soldier. I guess he did Soldier with which was the Kurt Russell. So was that the other original thing he did? Uh
3: that was like the I, space movie with Kurt Russell, right? I think Soldier actually what's crazy is if I remember correctly, Soldier started out as a sequel to a different movie. I can't remember which one, but then they oh, later yeah. made it into its own thing.
2: Yeah. uh yeah, that's with Kurt Russell, though. Yeah, he did that. So he's done a couple of like like Most of the stuff he does, though, like, the last thing he put out was Monster Hunter, which was not a good movie. (laughs) Well, it seems like the dude's just super into video games. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's nuts. I I feel like this is what Paul Anderson does. He wakes up, gets really stoned, has, like, three hours of sex with his wife, and then, like, plays, like, PlayStation until, like, he's, like, has some idea to write something because, fuck, man. You have a gorgeous wife. You just, like, do whatever, like, you get to do you, – you don't ever – like, I feel like people don't even give them too much shit anymore. They're just like, oh, that's another Paul Anderson Yeah, you know? I've <laughs> always just thought
3: it would be funny to make a short film because I'm a huge P.T. Anderson fan, you know, Boogie yeah. Nights, There Will Be Blood, yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson. And yeah. Towards the beginning of both of these dudes' careers, people, like – confuse them with each other and i always thought it would be funny to make a short film about this guy who's like this huge cinephile film buff like pretentious (laughs) asshole that really loves pt anderson and he looks up his address and just shows up at paul ws (laughs) anderson's
2: and get in with him just playing
3: video games dude
2: that, oh God, now you just got me thinking about The Fanatic again. Why? Well, I, I saw a thread of people talking about what really horrible movies do you really like, legitimately enjoy? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know why, but lately, the last couple of years, ever since I saw that piece of shit film, I've loved the ever living.
3: I think I might be it. the only person, aside from my daughter, that likes Jim and the Holograms, the Blumhouse movie. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Aren't they doing another one of those?
3: I don't think so. That movie flopped so bad. <laughs> I've
2: I never seen that. I just remember, like, the weird marketing for it. Like the, it they dude, were just, it like,
3: bombed. And what's crazy is, dude, going back to Event Horizon, and it, it Jim and the holograms bombing reminded me of this. Event yeah. Horizon did, like, okay. But, dude, I feel like if the studio ponied up the money for – Paul W. Anderson to go back, fix the effects, maybe maybe reshoot a couple things, stand-ins or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I feel like how crazy fanatic about this movie that a lot of horror fans, they are now. I feel yeah. like if they re-released it, like maybe like one night, one of those Fathom events thing, I think it would yeah. do fucking great. Oh, dude. It's one of those, I, I literally hadn't seen this movie since it
2: came out, I don't think. Mm-hmm. like on like home movie so it might have been like on videotape and it's funny because it was always my brother saw it before me and then the thing that has been stuck in my head about this movie ever since because of my brother is the the corpse freezing at being frozen and then the gravity coming back on and just falling and shattering and he's Mm -hmm. like it's a corpseicle," so i just think of (laughs) corpsicles every time i think that but dude i think you could do something like at this point if you were going to just take the original copy like do like Maybe you do, like, backstories with, like, like anime or something like mm-hmm. that. You do kind of some kind of, like, because that there isn't much you can do in, the, like, yeah. a lot of the problems are with the setup at the beginning of the movie, right? Because they, they jump into these stories and these characters, and you're, you're being told about these, you know, you're being shown what these people's fears are, but you're not, you have no context, right? And that's totally. one of those things, and it's, so if you did maybe, like, like, short anime things. Kind of like, you know how they did that uh, uh, Watchmen? They had that yeah, really yeah. crazy, the the ghost, like, mm-hmm. side story that was anime. And then they did the direct, like, the combination cut, which I never saw. But I
3: always wanted to see it. Even that though... was good. I liked it. But, yeah. So, it's like that. That, dude, maybe do... that and also, I don't know if they're still doing it because the pandemic happened. But I remember in, like, 2018 or 2019, one of those... They announced that they were going to do like a mini series, like limited TV adaptation or adaptation of uh, Event Horizon, and Adam Wingard was going to do it.
2: I had heard about that. It's, man, it was funny because Josh and I were talking about this, and I'm sitting there going, man, this is like the last, like, it's one of the, like, there aren't a lot of sci fi horror movies anymore, right? Like, mm-hmm. this movie, like, I could think of like, like, in space sci-fi horror movies, right? Yeah. Like, it's, there's, like, stuff, like, that comes to Earth kind of things way more than whatever. But, like, fuck, we were sitting there and I'm thinking about things like uh, uh, the, the new Ridley Scott movies uh, for the Alien movies. Yeah. Uh, and then stuff like... Did you see like? No, but that was another one I brought up. Mm-hmm. That was one of those, the the ones that I don't think
3: got a lot of attention either. Like... What's crazy is that came out around right around the same time that Alien Covenant did. Yeah. And dude, I, I actually I like Alien Covenant. But I, I like But I think Life was a better Alien movie than yeah. Alien Covenant was. Like yeah. if if it was called like Alien something something, life yeah. could have fit right into that mold.
2: Well, dude, that's one of those it fucking makes me kind of upset. That movie has been talked about on so many YouTube videos I've seen that I basically know everything that happens in that movie, just not in like specific orders, which it sucks because I just played uh through heavy rain on my stream
0: mm-hmm. with
2: the old game. And I knew the whole time, the big twist of that game. And it kind of like, it didn't kill the experience, but it was like, it lessened that, that moment at the end because I knew it was coming. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, but like, there isn't been that much like in space sci fi horror stuff. Like I think of things also like uh, that uh, High Times movie. That uh, oh yeah uh, yeah not High Times. What was that movie uh, called? That Robert High Life. High Life. High yeah, Life? where he's yeah. yeah, where he was like the criminal who had been
3: mm-hmm.
2: and like that movie's not a. It's one of those movies where it's not a horror movie, but everything and it's really fucked up, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's kind of like y- you had talked about. Uh, Lamb being like that a little bit, right? Like, how yeah. Lamb is that weird kind of, like...
3: Well, Lamb is, like, to... such a fucking adorable, sweet movie that it warms your heart, and then yeah. it makes you feel like shit. Like, it, yeah. ki- it kind of, like, tiptoes that line of, like, something being, like, horror, and something just kind of having tension. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, dude, it's... it's that's what I really love about South Korean thrillers, because South Korean thrillers cannot do that, like... That line where they really push that thrillers into horror territory, and so like, like, we I saw the about devil s- and stuff like
3: that. Yeah,
2: I saw mm-hmm. the devil and uh, Old Boy, obviously. Um, But yeah, I saw the devil is one of those movies that I think I think feel like that movie is even more underrated than like most Korean cinema because it's like obviously you get now it's not even like Old Boy anymore. You get things like the host and you get yeah. the. And Parasite and like even um even now Memories of Murder. I feel like Memories of Murder is gonna get more attention because of the uh I don't know if you know about that story. It's the it was like the real life thing, kinda like uh kinda like uh the Zodiac Killer, but in Japan and they wrote them they did the movie about this killer who was oh, wow. know, killing girl. And they put this movie out in like two thousand six. And at the end of the movie, the main character, is the the cop, like looks at the movie and like you know, looks at the audience and does this thing, and the director was trying to have him like you know looking at the person, and mm-hmm. so that movie came out in like two thousand six, and then they caught the guy in twenty eighteen, so like twelve wow. years after it, and so it's a, uh, it's quite a ride, especially because if you didn't like Josh and I didn't know it was a real story when we went mm-hmm. in to watch it, and I'm like damn. so it was a. Uh, it's it's a happier ending than like say the Zodiac thing where they they now they know who the Zodiac was and uh, but the guy died like yeah. a couple years ago or whatever.
3: So. That's rough, dude. <laughs> yeah, like Robert Graysmith Smith and all of those people spent their entire like lives almost trying to find yeah. that dude and like no. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Dude, <laughs> the fucked up part, part about that, and I saw it on, like, whatever, there, are like, after the guy died, they found out who it was, the Zodiac, there are all these, like, Facebook posts of these, like, guys that the, that this dude must have bragged to at some point, like, you know, mm-hmm. and who were fucked up in the head, and these guys are, like, putting up pictures, like, this is guys, like, they, like, got their pictures with the fucking Michael Jordan of serial killers yeah. or something like that, and it's, like, he's, like, I'm with the man, and, like, And you could basically say I'm with the Zodiac killer, and nobody would actually listen to you because they, you know. But um, wild. So I, dude, this is the one of those. I think it, it. I feel like if you're talking about space horror, space horror specifically, that this movie is like pretty up there for like well known actually being in space kind of things like
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's up there i mean like you have alien right and you talk about life which i i need to see as am it's been on my list but like that movie is doesn't get talked up up uh, much outside of like like usually like film youtube sites and stuff like mm-hmm. that right uh,
3: dude that's it's like an every five dollar bin at walmart if you ever just want to pick it up
2: yeah yeah i probably have to it's it's I do, funny i just
3: i uh, i didn't mean to interrupt you go ahead
2: no, I was going to say, nothing important. I was going to say, I just ordered that, you reminded me, I just ordered that the, the naughty edition of Krampus is coming out. Oh, dude. The, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, Screen so. Factory
3: sending me a, a copy to review that's supposed to be here in like, I think a week or two. I'm so fucking stoked on that one. Dude. I love, I love that movie. Yeah, me yeah. too. It's it's already become like a staple in my house. Like my kids love that movie,
2: <laughs> dude. I I'm not surprised because it's also that ending is very dark. That movie mm-hmm. is like for how like how like Christmas is. It's very very dark. So yeah,
3: dude. I'm stoked to see like what they cut out. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, but dude, like
2: I add.
3: love I love space horror so much. Yeah, and uh, like two of my favorite subgenres that I feel like I, I I wish that like they'd start making more space horror and aquatic horror. Like, dude, yeah. anything, any monsters or anything in the water, like I'm fucking there, you know, yeah. like underwater. I think we watched it like five or six times in the theater. Dude,
2: that movie's but, awesome.
3: But like, dude, yeah, space a- horror, man, like the potential is so fucking huge because like yeah. it's space, you know, it's never ending, yeah. basically. Like, yep. there's so many ideas. I, I I don't I don't know why it's it's an, uh, it's a subgenre that isn't tapped as much as it should. Be. I
0: it's
2: weird, man, because like like you see what what. I didn't personally like Prometheus. I actually kind of hate Prometheus mm-hmm. in a lot of ways.
3: Most people do. But
0: yeah.
2: but but the the way the way that Ridley Scott just fucking abandoned all of his plans for that this new trilogy he was going to do and then made Covenant which I I had a good time with, but that movie isn't super memorable cuz they just turned it into a like it was like someone making a rip-off alien movie. Kind of I uh, like is what I hear from people. I've seen the movie, but it's like I never well like see
3: what that one is, is like he he abandoned all of the like ideas and most of the original script for Prometheus. He abandoned that yeah. and made, you know, Prometheus. And while I love that movie, like that trilogy was supposed to be kind of that more existential, why are we here kind of sci-fi yeah. thing. And nobody liked it. Yeah. So he did, instead of going on that trajectory of what he wanted to do, he just kind of did a fan service movie that didn't really like, you know what I mean? It didn't really catch on with the people that wanted to see that stuff. It was like, it was like a mixture of like Prometheus and just stuff just to please alien fans.
2: Dude, that scene with the fucking shuttle taking off with the alien on top of it is one of that CG is not good. I mean, it's like, and it's noticeable. And it's like, I mean, it looks better. Like, like, I don't know. It's just not great CG, right? Because Mm -hmm. it's, I feel like the aliens just like everything with practical effects and horror need to be, should be, uh, you know, whatever, if they can yeah. be, if they're practical, but like, I don't know, man, it's, it's funny to talk about event horizon. Like it's, it's funny how much of this movie is actually practical effects for the budget they had, but like mm-hmm. all the stuff that they had, I mean, they must've built massive sets for this movie, right? Like just Dude, massive sets. There's
3: a, there's a making of, and a whole bunch of interviews on the new Blu-ray that Screen Factory put out this last year. And the sets were so fucking huge. Like, I, yeah. as an actor, I feel like it would be yeah. so easy to get into character and, like, the story yeah. with sets like yeah. that. Like, you see a lot yeah. of Marvel movies, and I'm, I'm not dissing the MCU. Please don't send me death threats, people. But uh, <laughs> you see, like, behind the scenes of stuff like that. And it's just, like, Robert Downey Jr. standing in front of, like, this all-encompassing green screen. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. But, yeah. like, like, stuff like Alien, you know, the original Alien or Event Horizon or fucking, like, all of those movies, man. Like, it it would be so easy to get lost in that world. It would be so much yeah. fun to play in that whole, like, sandbox. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, dude, it's like, man, that's – you're building another world. That's why, like, I go again and again and again Alien and Aliens and the things are, like, all, like, in my top ten horror movies of all time. And – so much practical effects. And it's like, I, I then, like when I start getting attached to more modern things, it's, it's like para- paranormal activity and like Belair, which I don't have any money to do yeah. any CG. And it's like, mm-hmm. I like just the, the, that the CG just feels like a disconnect from horror. And there's so much dude, Like, and it's funny because CG, CG can be really hard, man. And it's like, even in Marvel movies, they have some really bad CG. And like, mm-hmm. do you remember like, uh, uh, the Infinity War movie uh, or whatever. I haven't uh, seen uh, it. The... Oh, yeah. Okay. No, dude. In there's... all
3: honesty, I've probably seen four Marvel movies in my life. And it's, it's <laughs> not like it's not that I have any problem with them. It's yeah. just – I just haven't.
2: So there's a scene in the, the end of the two – like Infinity War and whatever. Uh, they were Bruce Banners in the, the Hulkbuster armor mm-hmm. that Iron Man – and. He, he, you, they have Bruce Banner overlaid uh, like out of the cockpit in the CG sitting there. I'm like, how? What, I, 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 what? Marvel, you did like what? And and it just, well, dude, even that and like, my wife and I just watched that Red Notice movie on uh, mm-hmm. Netflix with The Rock and and uh, Ryan Reynolds, and there's CG scenes in that movie. I'm just like.
3: Like it's it's like It's it's bullshit dude It it sucks And I'm not saying the movies suck Uh, Just that whole fucking reliance on that Like I remember going to the theater And watching fucking Die Hard And like my mind was blown Because it's just like There's no way that didn't happen in real life When I was that kid I thought that Because it just looks so real Because it's real people doing a lot of real things I watched one of the latest Die Hard movies A couple years back And it just looked like Pixels you know? Yep. Explosions and pixels yep. and stuff. And it's just like, yep. the magic is lost. You go watch yep. The Thing, to this day you watch The Thing, there's no yep. fucking possibility you're not lost in that world. Because it yeah. feels so real. When that fucking yep. head tears, it looks so yep. real. It's
2: yeah, it's you, phenomenal. You compare that to the, the It Chapter 2 CG head, and you're like, it I mean, that wasn't even bad CG, but you just like, it just disconnects you. And it, it's... It's funny, man, because like I feel like this movie, with Event Horizon, was trying to be a little bit flashy because of the space, mm-hmm. but like all the the most of the CG is hidden pretty well in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I and I think that's what like it's funny because like it's hard watching this and going we're sixty million dollars because they cut. 47 minutes of film right like yeah it you even go with the big sets and everything like that that's a lot of fucking money i mean 60 million dollars is a big it's like it's not a blockbuster but you're getting like that's like like a mid-tier movie like Mm -hmm. nowadays like it's like that's a lot of money 24 years later and you sit and go well where else did this go in and like there aren't like we were talking about it like Sam Neill the by far the biggest actor in this movie because like Lawrence Fishburne wasn't
3: uh Morpheus yet. Yeah, so, like, yeah, he was he was kind of like known, but no, he was nowhere near the level yeah. that he is now because I mean, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, you know, I think like uh Yeah Platoon, maybe I think yeah. or you know, some, yeah, yeah, some done, like yeah. mid level kind of movies, deep cover yeah. and stuff. But dude, it was Matrix that like exploded yeah. everyone's career like that.
2: Yeah. I mean, dude, it's so funny because like Sam Neill, this is what, like five years after Jurassic Park mm-hmm. like or six years because that was like 91, right? Yeah, it was um, uh, I, I think, think
3: 93.
2: Was it 93? Okay. So mm-hmm. you're not that long after. No. And also, Sam Neill is in one of my favorite movies of all time, uh, the, Hunt for the, Wil- the Hunt for the Wilder People, which is the- I uh, always,
3: I've heard of that, but I've never watched it.
2: It's Ty Ty uh, Wakiti, whatever the fuck his name. The, the, oh yeah, what he yeah. Doing the shadow. It's his second movie, so he did.
3: I like Eagle versus did, Shark.
2: Uh, I don't know that one. Is He's it, a, it's the one Eagle who did a, What Shark? We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, yeah. He did. did
3: uh, I'm pretty sure he did Eagle versus Shark, dude. If if you haven't seen that, you will no. fucking love that movie so much. I think it's. Eagle I don't know that Shark. one. Let me see. So yeah, Eagle versus Shark. When did that come out? Uh, let's see here. Sorry. Uh, 2007.
2: Yeah. So that might've been his first movie then. I didn't like, so the ones two Ty what did, like the ones that got him like notice of here were, mm-hmm. were what we do in the shadows and then hump for the Wilder people. But mm-hmm. dude, that movie is so, 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 so good. And it's funny is cause the kid in that movie was the, uh, he was the uh the kid with the powers in deadpool 2 oh nice you know the fat kid is mm-hmm. <laughs> they like they're making fat jokes about him the whole movie but so yeah dude definitely check that movie out because it's fucking if yeah you would it's a ride man it's one of those feel-good movies like you know but um but like it's funny because like no one in this movie is super big either my wife was like sitting there with a. Uh... Cooper from the movie is a Richard T. Jones. She's like, what do I know of him from? And we had to look like up and down his IMDb. And he's been in a lot of stuff. Dude, The the one
3: actor from event horizon that I laughed at that was in the movie at the time. And I laugh now. And I'm so sorry to this actor because I've spent years just laughing at his name is Jack noseworthy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah see yeah <laughs>
0: this poor yeah. man like like yeah. i'm not
3: trying to diss anyone's name but like if i was going to be yeah. an actor i wouldn't set myself up like that like it would i would yeah. have changed it to like you know like jack stewart or something
2: oh dude yeah you know how many actors do that like there's a, been a ton of like big named actors michael Keane's
3: name is michael douglas
2: <laughs> yeah isn't that why he changed it because yeah. of michael douglas yeah mm-hmm. man also i think one of the funniest things about this movie uh Jason Isaacs is in this as DJ yeah. who obviously is mostly known these days for being a uh, uh, Malfoy in the, the bitch ass dad. Yeah. yeah but man he is he's one of those guys that just always has that fucking punchable looking face yeah where you're like and I don't think he's like it's just he's such a good actor it's like it's we're talking about that uh that motherfucker from uh, Breaking Bad and uh uh, the redhead who turned like was that real piece of shit. And he was just in jungle cruise. What the fuck is that guy's name? Um And uh, how he's always like the, the biggest piece of shit in everything. He was the bad guy. And uh, like, he was one of the white supremacist uh, in, uh, in uh breaking bad. So Jesse Plymouth. Like the, uh, yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That guy. And that guy, every movie he's in, you're like,
2: why do you suck so fucking dude, bad? Dude,
3: what's funny? A funny story about that dude in Breaking Bad. A friend of mine auditioned for Breaking Bad and uh, got a call back And he was so stoked. And then I remember he posted about it. He's like, well, I didn't get the role. And I was like, oh, whatever. And then when the show came out, he was just like, oh, it looks like Jesse Plemons got the role. He's good. <laughs> so it was that character. Oh, <laughs> he was so man. bummed that he missed out on that character. But yeah, that, dude's, that dude has a face.
2: Yeah, he's... <laughs> It's funny, man, because he, he reminds me of like a lot of uh, the kid who just got cast as Adam Warlock from uh, from Midsummer and all mm, that stuff.
0: Yeah,
2: um, that kid who always looks like you want to punch him in the face.
3: That dude <laughs> so, was supposed to be Pennywise. Did you know that?
2: Yeah, I heard. And he like yeah. some other obligations. Dude, yeah. Scar, Skarsgard, man, like everything with him and what you can say about those movies and and what what number two is really more than one, because I still think one is a really incredible horror movie. Um but Pennywise is literally like the best parts of that movie. Oh, totally. Both Definitely. of this movie. Yeah. I was just watching the uh the uh Ice Nine Kills video last night where that from one of the tracks that wasn't actually even on the album about Pennywise. And then go, these motherfuckers are like Everything they do is like such high quality. All their you know music videos, and it's like, damn, these guys are good. Um, but it's funny because like I was saying with this movie, it's funny how when I was rewatching, it, I'm sitting there going, the acting in this movie seems a little like like Lawrence Fishburne and Samuel are like the stars, like acting yeah. wise. Some of the, a lot of the side characters are <laughs> come off a little hammy, and it's enjoyable hammy. So I'm not mm-hmm. like shitting on them, and I go i have to go you want the tone like it's funny how some of the, like how different some of the actors are in it right it's mm-hmm. um just because like someone's cheesy a little bit right and it's, 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 it's almost che- like
3: it's almost like when they went to cast the movie they're like okay let's try to get so many actors the act their style is so different from the person before them yeah. to where you get yeah. all these different takes on like it, like, I think the movie would be so different if everyone just kind of gave it exactly what those two dudes did. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it is hammy. Dude, it gets – get, it's really really hammy at times. I, I just think it's, like, such a unique concept. And, like, the yeah. idea – and, dude, like, I've always talked about – maybe too much – about how horror is, like, the one genre that allows you to kind of, like, think about what you think about things. And Event yeah. Horizon is one of those movies that I like f- for that exact thing. It yeah. takes this idea of our own personal hells and how they slowly destroy us as people. If, yeah. you, if you can't get, if you can't come to terms with something in your life, that's your own personal hell. And just yeah. the idea of a horror film revolving around these kind of fucking like personal hells is yeah. so fucking rad. I remember one of my favorite bands of all time, Zao. It's this uh, metal band. Uh, they – in 1998 or 99, they released this album called uh, Liberate Tesh in Ferris or Save Yourself uh-huh. from Hell. And the yeah. whole album was like circles of hell concept. And there were so many Aww. Event Horizon clips on this album. Yeah. That to this day, I, I will listen to that album front to back and I cannot listen to it without going to watch Event Horizon like right yeah. after it's done.
2: Well, dude – it's funny that, again, Event Horizon seems like it would be a Ice Nine Kills, like, you know, right. random horror thing uh, uh, scheme. But, yeah, uh, that it's it's weird, man, because like, it's – this movie, you, you bug it, like, it, it made money but not very much of it. But, like, this is, like, one of those movies that it's probably a top five of the whole 90s, like, kind of at this point, right? Because I'm yeah. not saying the 90s was a real terrible, uh, you know – decade for move like horror movies specifically. But you still had some gems like with Scream and Candyman and this. And I just recently watched uh Cube for the first time and that mm-hmm. was a heck of heck of a ride. Uh dude, right? I love that movie. Especially with some of the characters like uh the guy who was on Stargate Atlantis for so so long and everything mm-hmm. like that. But um so this movie is like held up a lot and it it's it's funny just watching it after like that 15 20 years or whatever it's been since i've watched this movie i'm like this movie is it it's it's one of those movies that i feel like not i'm not shitting on anyone this that says this but like i feel like there's a lot of people who are like either like light on horror or like aren't like super hardcore horror this is like one of those movies that like there a lot of people are proud of seeing Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because it's like when it's not super popular but two it's also kind of fucked up you know um
3: like when you're talking to someone that doesn't really like the genre that much but they're they yeah. they want to be in the conversation they're like hey you know i went to theater and saw vent horizon once
0: yeah that yeah basically you know? yeah <laughs> it, like
2: and it's like oh did you did, it's it's almost like they like people who like saw like like i really like those pimple popping videos on the internet like, oh, no but oh. hey i watched two girls one cup motherfucker don't use it <laughs> no, yeah <okay. laughs> Just trying to one up people, but man, yeah. I, I, the other thing with this movie is, it really comes off as th- this movie is a very also like it's one of those other things that gets said about it a lot is it's Hellraiser in space, yeah. And what I, I kind of relate with that is the thing with this movie is that the main villain of the movie is the the ship, right? In whatever dimensions or whatever fucked upness has happened to it it's like kind of like the 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 maximum overdrive <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> the shit but it way fucking worse uh meant not like worse in a movie but like you know the scenario was worse and uh this uh this movie is just like I don't even know where i was i just completely lost my train of thought with what I was going with that the ship yeah the ship well it just like how I don't even know what the fuck I was gonna say god damn it I had a, like, specific
3: train of thought, and my brain just well, goes
0: Well, it's, it's really
3: interesting because, like, most horror films, there's, like, one main antagonist. You know, like, yeah. one villain that oh, yeah. you're like, oh, that's the dude that is the killer. And, like, yeah. you're saying, this one is the fucking ship. And, that yeah. dude, I think that's so genius. And I yeah. know, like, Phil Eisner, the writer, in the original script, it was, uh, from what I was reading, it was supposed to be more, like, tentacle-based alien kind of consciousness yeah. thing. And so I think the idea of really turning it into hell on a ship, like this ship is a portal to fucking hell. Like I I love movies like that, like The Beyond or like I said, The Sentinel, you know, or like all these fucking things. Like like in The Sentinel and The Beyond, you know, it's like a building or a hotel or or apartment complex, which is a portal to hell. And the idea of taking that and putting it in the middle of space where like – Space, I think, is one of the scariest things ever, oh. because, dude, there's no escape. If you're in space and you're lost, you're gone. There's no Damn. possible way that you're coming back. And yeah. so this, it's like being stuck in the middle of the ocean. I'm terrified of the fucking ocean. I do not swim in the ocean. I <laughs> legit phobia. Will not do yeah. it. And dude, yeah. it's like I watch open water, and it gives me fucking chills. Be like just yeah. imagining being stuck in the middle of something that like there's no escape around you, you know? And yeah. Event Horizon, like, plays on that fear. And it plays on this fear of every single character. And, dude, it's fun. It's a blast. It's entertaining. But, dude, if you watch this movie on the wrong night with the wrong yeah. lighting, it will scare yeah. the shit out of you.
2: Yeah. Well, dude, it's – it's the last act of this, like, and then you go into the second act. Like, So the first act's all set – and they're all, like, pretty much half an hour. Like, the first – act is really set up, right? You're getting into mm-hmm. how what's happening and introduce the crew. You which is very has like alien vibes aliens vibes at the mm-hmm. beginning really, right? And then you get into the like the the exploration part and things are going a little wacky. And then like the third act is just like pure fucking chaos. Yeah. And, like every everything's blowing up and dying and like people are poking their eyes out. <laughs> yeah. Dude in fucking eye stuff like man, it's like it's it's funny, man, because that that was one of the things they do do with the CG in this movie is like the the plopping people's eyes out, right? Mm-hmm. Outside of like Sam Neil, like has like weird coverings over his like skin coverings over his face in that like last confrontation, but yeah. like they they pull. It's always like Sam Neil's wife where they also why do these horror movies they keep doing this and it, it like every time I see it I'm like they always like have people cutting their wrists the wrong way, mm-hmm. the, 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 like the like. And like, especially in bathtub
3: scenes, because his his wife like killed herself. Um, it's like somebody's got to know how to do it, you know, at some point. Yeah, that's well, like. And I, if people can say what they want to say about the craft, but they always had that throwaway line where like they they basically go out of their way to to illustrate the fact that she cut her wrist the right way. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, it's
3: it, don't cut it's your wrist, not, people.
2: Yeah, but don't don't cut your it, it, it's it's just weird because you have this in some. Some like a movie like Event Horizon that has this really dark and wicked t- tone, and like that, it's it implies a lot. And again, because of the 40 something minutes cut out, like there is a, a kid that looks like he got frostburned to death or something, like fucked up, his legs eaten by something. You don't know, and you don't know, but like that's why, like with something dark, like slitting your wrist, that's that's why I say it because he it makes it even more like, oh, fuck, that's like messed up and there's a lot of stuff in this movie i mean we talked about the the fucking the the blood orgy scene and the, all the like porn stars and they just want to make these really kind of fucked up out there scenes and i mean you're, you're down to what like two seconds of shot of like that they did for this like and they shot it sounded like for two or three days they shot yeah. shit for this and that's wild dude <laughs> I have to say – and I I texted you this when I was watching it. This movie does one thing that I fucking hate. I hate when – in sci-fi horror when you have – and it goes back to my Prometheus hate. The the guy who wanders into the drive room and is like, let's poke the fucking gate. (laughs) And the only reason why it's not as bad as Prometheus to me because you don't know what's happening in this movie when it comes to like – the the minds of the characters are always like a question, right? You're like, mm-hmm. you never truly know what's happening, and uh, so you maybe you kind of go, oh, maybe this guy's being you know manipulated a little bit, and you don't like know it because they they kind of slow reveal a lot of the ship fucking with you, these yeah. these characters, right? But I still don't like it, in a, like, just like I don't like Prometheus when the guy's like, hey, it's a snake, uh, it's this snake alien uh, thing coming out of a pod that I've never seen. We've never been on this planet before. I'm going to go pet it.
3: That, and you, you'd think that in space and how much preparation astronauts have to go through and everything else, that yeah. like, they would be scientific-led people who have yeah. logic. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So, like, yeah. no, I, I totally know what you mean. Yeah. It seems like it's a really easy plot device to be, like, the yeah. dude accidentally touches the wrong thing and everything goes to hell. But, yeah. like, I do think it was the ship kind of leading him that way. But, like, I feel yeah. like there could have been, like, some other way to make everything fucking happen. Get like, get him,
2: like, a voice or make, like, him, like, the ship, like, cr- like, you know, like, pushes him in or something like that. Like, something that doesn't, because that's, like, it's such a, it's such a weird thing. It's kind of like, like when you don't have explanations, I think of th- I'm thinking of like, like, uh, Friday Six, where Tommy Jarvis is such a fucked up character because of all this shit that's happened with him with Jason. And so he's like, he has these nightmares and he goes, he's so fucked up over it that he goes back and does something really idiotic in like, like, and goes and digs
3: up Jason and all the What's chaos. funny, dude, if he- you really think about it, every fucking. Bad thing, and every death that happens from Friday Six on is Tommy Jarvis's fault. Jason yeah. was dead; like yeah. that dude fucked up so much for so many people.
2: Oh yeah, dude. I mean, would I don't even know if Jason would have went to hell if it wasn't for Tommy. I mean, come on, he definitely <laughs> wouldn't have went to space.
0: And dude, now that I
3: think about it, maybe that's why we don't get too much space horror because it's it's yeah. become kind of a joke. Like when yeah. a franchise is dried up, send this person to space. You yeah. know, like Jason in space, Pinhead in space. You know, I think did Leprechaun go in space yeah. at some point? Like, yeah,
2: Leprechaun Four, Leprechaun Four. Like
3: and one of the many, many unused scripts for the Halloween series, one that was one of the scripts that got thrown around, and I'm glad they didn't. Was even Michael Myers going to space? <laughs> like it's it's become a joke, you know. Like, and, and don't get me wrong, I have a lot of fun with Jason X, actually. Yeah, but like. A serious horror film in space—we just don't get it very often. Yeah, and I think I think it's maybe it's because studios might be afraid that it will become a punchline before they even get a chance to sell it as something serious.
2: Well, that's what's fucked up, man. Like it's—you go to like high times, or that we just talked about the Robert uh, Pattinson movie, but that movie couldn't have had a very big budget, but they yeah. just like—that's what the thing is. Like you, you can use CG to do things like that where you don't have to do lots of sets and like crazy stuff like that. And yeah. You just have to minimize this kind of space stuff. Um, and yeah, and they need to like, and then like the ones they do, like they don't sell them like that life movie. None of its marketing gave away much of what was happening in it yeah. at all. So it would just like, like a
3: weird, I feel like maybe that's why movie. that movie didn't do that spectacular. It's because yeah. these days, if you show too much, people get pissed. And if you don't yeah. show enough, they don't go to the fucking theater. Yeah. So it's like, How do you please people at this point?
2: Yeah, I mean, dude, it we're in a weird cycle, man. The 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 new uh, the new Spider-Man trailer just came out yesterday, and we're like at a culture where it's like I literally I was streaming when it came out, and I had people coming to my stream. Rad, the Spider-Man trailer came out. I'm like, that's cool. I like, I'm I'm streaming. I can't watch it right now, but and and like like they were all prepped up, like all psyched about it the day before, and it's like, yeah, it's it's weird, man. And I feel like.
3: I feel like I know I've, more about that movie. I feel like I know that movie so much by now, without having seen this, the trailer even once, to where like yeah. I kind of just don't give a shit anymore.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's man. Yeah, I, that movie seems like I, I, I'm I'm I want to see it. Right? I, I really mm-hmm. I enjoy the Marvel movies, and my mm-hmm. wife enjoys them more than I do. But like, yeah, it's that movie feels like it's just gonna be. It's it's like shooting up nostalgia nostalgia lane. That's like that what they're aiming for with it. And it's just like,
3: I don't well, know, man. I, dude, I can understand like the new flash movie because it's following the flashpoint series, like yep. the storyline, you know, where he fucks everything yep. up and like everything's messed Barry up. Barry always fucks everything up. So dude, right. Like, so, I mean, I'm stoked to see Michael Keaton as Batman, Ben Affleck as Batman, yeah. you know, like fucking whoever yeah. is Batman. Like I'm, I'm yeah. stoked on that. Dude. I yeah, know I'm just a hypocrite. Now that I think about it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, 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 I laughed at how much I enjoyed Birdman, which was yeah. just like Michael Keaton being uh, Batman, but not
3: calling mm-hmm. it Batman.
2: Just right? not committing to it. God, I love Michael Keaton. I me really too, do, dude. Man. Me that too. That guy is. Just... It's funny, man. Like Batman was obviously uh, like both of us. You're a couple years older than me, but like when we were kids, like Batman was
3: like the first good superman superhero movie. Really, right? Like it's I, like... I love Superman, like that the first one. Yeah. I like that one a lot. But honestly, like Batman 1989, like, dude, Batman 89 is to this day my favorite fucking superhero. And one of my favorite movies yeah. in general. Like, I, I yeah. think I quote that movie at least four or five times a day. Like, dude, yeah. it's – I think it's just the absolute peak of what you can do with a movie like that. And then and, yeah. and – see, I always go on my soapbox and then I feel stupid. But, like, I was, I was telling my wife a while back that, like – As much as a lot of them are enjoyable, I kind of miss when superhero movies weren't A24 movies. Yeah. You know, like I I see the trailer for the Batman, which I'm stoked to watch because Batman's like my favorite fucking comic book character. I'm stoked for the Robert Pattinson movie. But like at some point, I don't really have to see Batman through the eyes of seven. You know, it feels like seven with Batman. Like I kind of miss that like Batman 89 or fucking Batman Returns. Like I want a fucking fun movie at some point. Yeah.
2: Well, it's funny, man. Like uh, that that whole, yeah. DC's DC is like we talk about, like you know, studios being clueless with stuff. And, and DC's like executives don't know what the fuck they're doing. But like, I mean, we just we just heard that Kath uh, Kathleen or Catherine uh, Kennedy Kathleen just Kennedy got, yeah. yeah just got signed on to do three more years of of uh, Star Wars, whatever. And you go or like. This Woman doesn't know what she's doing and she's still, like, but she's making the money, so it doesn't matter. And you go, uh, yeah, Kathleen Kennedy is what it is, right? Yeah, she's a, uh, but man, I it's it's so funny with all the stuff and how all these movies get all this stuff and get all this budgets and whatever. And we talk about this movie, Event Horizon, having 60 million dollars, and you just go, man, it's it's kind of crazy and you kind of see why there aren't many really big studio horror movies anymore, right? And and nowadays you sit there and you go well, a lot of that has to do with just like the environment with you know COVID and stuff like that. But
3: um dude, I am checking what fucking 60 million would be with inflation now. Yeah. I'm trying to see real quick.
2: Yeah, it's, dude, I mean, it's funny, and that that's, just comparing it to modern horror movies is enough, right? Like, Malignant, which was, like, the fanciest movie, of like, horror movie of the year, right? $40 million. I mean, yeah. We we still see, like, things like, Halloween Kills was only $10 million budget,
3: and dude, it was what they guessed. $60 million in 1997, when this movie came out, is $103 million today. Damn. Event Horizon would cost $103 million today if it was made. That's fucking wild.
2: You have to think about it, dude. That's like that's like what Venom just cost. Like the new Venom movie that came out. That was about $100 million. That's, that's wild. That's like insane. And you go... <sighs> man I that's what is crazy to me we talk about this you and I have talked about this a bunch but it's like that whole like why do you give all these directors a billion dollars to do a movie and then like not let them make their fucking movie and then get your all like invested in shit like I, I, I understand them cutting out the blood orgy scenes a little bit because it it sounds like it was a little hardcore <laughs> and they
3: needed to get an R rating but like yeah but like how long could that scene have been if they cut out 40 some minutes that seems like like yeah. you know what I mean like Oh, God, man. I See, I'm getting depressed just thinking about this movie. <laughs> well, dude, it's it's really
2: weird because I, I said this earlier, but the pacing in this movie feels off. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. you could tell because of just how long it takes. The ending where everything's going completely shit, like it doesn't feel like it's – the second act of this movie probably is the best act because it's where, like, you know, Sam Neill starts losing his shit and, like, yeah. everyone's seeing all this shit and just – everything's getting really bad. And then a lot of the end of this movie is fucked up as hell, but it's also very like just bad things happen in space kind of thing. Like, you know, the end of alien or, or it seems you know, the like ship's it's almost blow.
3: sped up. Yeah.
2: Well, it is because, like, you don't have enough time, like, to do anything, man. Um, That's
3: why I think if they did end up doing that kind of limited series, that – I think that would be really fucking cool. Yeah. Because you would get a lot of time to be able to spend with these characters to where, like, by halfway through the series, when the shit would start going down, you'd be so fucking attached to those characters. That was the best thing about Midnight Mass to me. That, like, I didn't mind – Dude, I fucking love the monologues. So whoever doesn't like the monologues, fuck them. But like, dude, by the time anything happened in Midnight Mass, you were so invested in those characters that it was like it was like many knives getting stabbed into your chest.
2: Yeah. Well dude, that's the fucking Child's Play show has done a really good job of making you feel connected to a bunch of 14-year-olds, which mm-hmm. is, like, it's not easy to do, right? Like, especially in a movie, and they give uh, the main character, like, this this arc that I really am, like, that's cool, man. And that's mm-hmm. the kind of stuff that makes... It's... It, you have a long time to draw stories out that you, yeah. you want to tell in, in t- TV shows like that, right? And it, it gives you the ability, and that's what, like... Rushing storytelling is just—it makes things. It like it, it, it keeps saying this movie is awesome and tons of fun, and you just go, "What? What are we missing out on? You know, what are we See, like? What is there?"
3: What's really funny, and maybe I shouldn't have smoked right before we recorded. <laughs> my ear played a trick on me right now, and for some reason, yeah. I thought you said Russian storytelling, so I was thinking no. of like the KGB and Russians. <laughs> I was like, "What is he talking about?" And then slowly, like, no. I. <laughs>
2: No, I no, not Russians. Not this, no. dude. I don't know how much Russian cinema you've seen. I, I think I've, my my uh, my diving into it has been pretty pretty limited. I think I saw Night Nightwish or what was that? Ooh, movie Oh, Nightwatch, the, right, dude. I love Nightwatch, those movies.
0: Yeah, they never did I only the third saw the first one. Fr-
2: I saw the first one, and that movie is trippy as yeah. fuck. It's like it's like the Matrix with a horror combined with horror. Dude, the second stuff. one's pretty
3: wild too. Day Watch, yeah. I
2: haven't seen that one. I just saw The Night Watch. Yeah. I need to re-see that one because it's been a long time, but it, that movie was a ton of fun. Um, it's really weird because it's, like, it's Russia doesn't – of all these countries that are big countries in the world, right? And, like, you don't get Russian cinema, right? Like, Russian cinema is a yeah. – You know, like, you, you get a lot of Chinese movies. Like, you, they're not always, like, r- right easy to see and go out and find, but, like – there've been enough Kung Fu movies and shit that have come out of China and stuff. It's like, but with Russia, there's not a lot that comes out like that, that connects with Americans. Right. Like, I don't yeah. know. It is just, just it's a unique pro- thought process. Um, but man, I, the, the, the visions in this movie are really real. Yeah. I, I do wonder in this, I talked about it, but I, I do wonder if like how much, if, would these scenes had been scarier if you wouldn't had more context with some of this? like we see we see uh Weir's wife slitter wrist like in a very like probably the most intense scene of this. And you kind of hear from um Miller, Lawrence fishburn's character about the his old crew crewmate he had to leave behind who mm-hmm. you know, caught on fire, and it has that really fucking cool speech yeah that, uh lawrence Brown gives about like oh yeah when you see fire in space like in uh zero gravity it's like it's like wildfire or like or it's like oh what is he like it's like dancing or whatever he talks about mm-hmm. the way he describes it is really cool um but, like we, and get, that guy, we
3: get like very truncated visions do you know what i mean like yeah, i feel like yeah. if it was stretched out longer we would be even more heartbroken about the kid showing yeah. up in, in her visions. yeah you know, or like, yeah, or Sam Neill's wife. If we got to know yeah. that character more, I feel like it would be that much more brutal to watch yeah. when she cuts her wrist in the visions. Yes. Yeah. like, well, I, dude, you're right, man.
2: They they don't have like it. The, with everything that's in this movie, there are like there are like twenty plus people on this fucking casting thing, but like you don't get character like there are especially the female character, The female characters in the movie get almost no development at all, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, that's what we were talking about. Like, you don't get these context with any of these characters with their, their fears and their visions, right? Like, it's only Sam Neill and uh, Lawrence Fishburne. So you, when that one of the crewmates sees that her son with these weird eaten-up legs, you're like, what the fuck this is this? And you only get this one vision, and it's enough that, like, I guess he talks to her again at some point, but you don't have any context into what happened. You don't know if this kid's dead. You don't, and you assume because of the visions, but like, and so there's all this stuff and you're just like, man, I don't, I think it would have been like more horrifying if you knew these characters a little bit more. Like, and that's probably, it sounds like that's what they cut out. They cut out a lot of exposition at well, the beginning. That and right? like
3: you, you take a movie like underwater that, also just hits the ground running and you don't yeah. know much about these characters in advance at all. Yeah. But what Underwater did is you kind of lived out the story and you got to know the characters as the movie went on. And Event yeah. Horizon, I feel like because of what was cut out, you don't get that time to spend with the characters. You just kind of like, yeah. here are the characters, here's a little bit of plot development, and here's all yeah. hell breaking loose literally.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, it's 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 really only like we keep saying Sam Neill's Weir and Lawrence Fishburne's Miller are the ones that you get depth, like in depth, a little more in depth backgrounds because they're two of the main characters, and mm-hmm. and weird made the spacecraft, uh, so you get their visions and stuff like that, but like not really anyone else. Like it's it's, it, and you know what? I don't mind you throwing me in the middle of something, but just like you have to build on it after that, like yeah talked about possessor and possessor is like the one of those things where they set you up and then everything's already happening in the movie and you kind of jump in in the middle of what this character's been going through and they just let you live in that world around her mm-hmm. and what's happening right and this this is they kind of try to they try to do that but they don't have time it's hard to do an hour and 37 minutes to d- develop a whole like a crew of like seven people or eight people yeah. or whatever they have right um but man, it's, it, it's so, you think about it, you talk about in space, you like nowhere to run And this movie is like some of the most intense shit in it is like after their ship uh, gets fucked up and they're like, they think they're stranded in this, so it's just, like this intense cat and mouse game of trying to get everything done before they're like run out of oxygen. And then the ship starts throwing wrenches in there and you're like, fuck
3: yeah, they have to and, deal with cabin fever and fucking hell at the same time. Yeah. Like, fuck, well, dude. I thought, you know, I thought yeah. the, the quarantine was bad enough.
2: <laughs> well, dude, what I really, you know, it's another thing that I do really appreciate about this movie. And I, I, I don't know if this is also a context thing. This movie kind of introduces a bunch of shit and never really fully explains it. Like, it's that hell, a.k.a. or another dimension. And I kind of like the idea where they just let you go with it, like, in your yeah. own head where you're like, Oh, is this is hell like a real place? Is this another or you're literally going to like the, the fucking Bible and the, like the the definition of hell from the Bible because you get weird little hints like of this message that they're replaying the distress symbol. And they're like the the character and it starts speaking in Latin. And you mm-hmm. talk about Latin before and, and then going back into that album and in uh, this movie and you go. Yeah, they kind of, like, leave it out that, like, this might be a real hell, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. like, you don't know, right? You don't know because contextually another dimension could be, like, just, like, everything that we think hell is, right? So it's, yeah. a, it's a cool philosophical thing where, like, they let you kind of think about it and kind of pick, figure it out. Like, I assume someone who's more religious is going to assume it's real hell and maybe other people who aren't are going to be like, oh, no, this is just, like, some fucked up dimension where everything's like, you know, fire and hell and everything like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, I do laugh to laugh that too. Some of the characters in this, because like outside the regular crew, you get the visions of the crew that were here before. And you see like the names of uh, some of the characters on IMDb is like burning man as (laughs) girl on monitor. Like (laughs) also, you know what, dude, the ending of this movie where they get the, the three characters that live, make it, um, I it feels very much like the opening of like Aliens, right? Like where yeah. they're like they find her rest her like lifeboat and uh go off of everything. Um
3: Can you so, imagine if they just did a straight up sequel? Like all these dude, years they, later.
2: They could. They yeah. could you, you could do like an, like dude, you could go a lot of directions with that, right? You could do you could do like the the Dude, I think something interesting might be like you just have the dude who uh who blew himself into space wake up and just like like he's like the antichrist or something like that. Or you could do like this ship is like really still possessed and like you do something. It, it's funny cuz have you played Dead Space the Dead Space games?
3: Yeah, I love them. Huge fan. Yeah.
2: So this game uh, those games remind me a lot of what mm-hmm. you could tell they were big fans of this movie. Um and because the Man, I, I I feel I still feel like that first game, the first time I played it, scared the shit out of me more than most games ever have. Oh, dude, most movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, dude, it's it's funny, you know. I make it's a lot of people give shit like people shit about like you know uh, movies about jump scares, but if you do a jump scare efficiently, it it nothing else scares me that bad. Like, cause mm-hmm. I've seen a lot, right? Like, I get creeped out, but like. Jump scares have me flying out of my fucking seat. Dude, like, I am one of those
3: people I'm one of those people that, you know what? Give me slow burn, I'll love it. It give me jump scares, yeah. I'll love it. Like as long yeah. as I'm scared, you did your yeah. fucking job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I I can't I don't I don't like that whole mentality that goes around a lot, especially in like Kind of gatekeepy kind of circles. Yeah. It's just oh, yeah. Like, well, well, this horror sucks because of this. Or there was a shirt that was going around a while back, like corporate horror sucks. And it's like motherfuckers, just give me horror. I don't care yeah. who makes it. I don't care if it's a big budget or an indie movie. If you make it scary, then you have me.
2: Yeah. Well, see, that's the problem, man. Like you're talking about gatekeeping, and we, the the that shit is crazy because it's like just. And I I say this about things. Let people enjoy what they want to yeah. enjoy. Yeah. Why does. If I think fucking uh, if I think that like uh, the fanatic is the greatest movie of all time, don't don't you come after me? I don't think the fanatic is the greatest movie of all time, but no, it's, close. it's, it's it yeah, it's close. You just like people enjoy. Like I don't understand to this day the why people get so worked up about other people's interests, other people's, you know, so much stuff that doesn't hurt them, doesn't affect them, doesn't matter, shouldn't matter to them. There's way too many people in this fucking world that are way too concerned about what what genitalia are in each other's pants and what, like, like what... Who cares, your, right? Yeah, exactly. Who you love and all this shit. It's fucked up, man. Fucked that, up. And
3: dude, straight up, any filmmaker who makes a movie in which a character... Hypes up the band of the director. Like that's a winner. <laughs> dude,
2: I love it. I love it so much.
3: Uh, like Devin Sawa talking about Limp Biscuit in a Fred Durst yeah. directed movie. Like,
2: you know. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. I have to say, one of the things that uh the sets of this movie are awesome. Yeah. They're really good. But I have to think, I was I was sitting there that the gate that they built is a fucking cool like piece I I Mm-hmm. I I wish it was around somewhere like just spinning like crazy like that the whole time.
3: Yeah. Um, they go into details and, about that set and building in the the Blu-ray and dude, it's so huge.
2: Yeah, it looks huge because that room is like that like because that one uh, female crew member falls like from whatever yeah. into that like pool and it's like she goes like her legs look like they were like the old dude in Midsummer like her yeah. legs are going like. L. It's they're gnarly. like L-shaped now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. And the the other set that really stands out to me, besides that room, is the the fucking medical bay, which mm-hmm. is like they they have the the scene where Sam Neill goes Ichi the killer on that motherfucker and like hangs them upside down like the butterfly or whatever the fuck it's called.
0: Yeah. That
2: that scene is just. But I, it's really really impressive what like paul ws anderson did with this movie especially he he did hasn't done a lot of original con like uh, do you really be fair none of his resident evil movies had much to do with the games but (laughs) but uh it's it's funny man it's funny seeing these directors who like don't kind of go in their lanes and just stay in their lanes for all like the rest of eternity like that's all they do right that's like just do their thing i feel
3: like he got i feel like here's the deal He made Mortal Kombat. It was a huge success. And so they let him do whatever the fuck he wanted after that. He chose a hard R space horror movie. He threw himself completely into this movie, gave it his everything. It wasn't that big of a hit. The studio fucked with it hardcore. And then he eventually found something that – in the Resident Evil movies, that hey, I'm getting paid a lot of money. These movies do well. Studio doesn't fuck with me too much. I'm in my safe zone. I'm gonna write it out,
2: dude. And, he, it sucks. He gets two, he gets two paychecks too because he he mm-hmm. puts his wife in all. They get they get double paid for the the family, right, dude. man? Ah, uh, I I really really this movie, man. It. It's funny. I, it, this movie, I swear though, it, it is one of those movies that I hear all the time. Have you seen *Event Horizon*? Um, and I, I see. I mean, you see why rewatching it. Like it's, it's. There's so much good stuff in it, and Sam Neill will never not be awesome. Um, I Lawrence Fishburne is. I mean, he's Morpheus except in the new movie he's not morpheus anymore uh the guy from Candyman is apparently which i didn't know until the i'm wondering the, how
3: i see i know it's for a reason i know it's yeah. for a reason plot wise so i'm, I'm curious to see what it yeah,
2: is yeah yeah uh yeah it'll be interesting um but man i i don't know we we they officially announced the 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 prey movies coming out next mm-hmm. year The 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 new predator movie with the the native american
3: i love that uh, they they're setting it like hundreds of years ago yeah cuz that that frees up like the possibilities that they could do anything cuz they're not tied yeah. to the original storyline at all cuz yeah. it didn't happen yet
2: yeah. Well, that's meant there's so much like uniqueness that they have in that, like at the end of predator two, where he gives the, the predator gives Danny Glover the, the matchlock pistol. Yeah. From the 1700s. So there's a lot of that stuff. Um, and it's just really between that and whatever they're doing with the aliens TV show, which doesn't sound like an aliens TV show, but like I'll give Disney the, the, uh, the benefit of the doubt, but I hope mm-hmm. it's good. Like I, I can't, like, everything that, that happened I would really like an actual scary alien movie again. Yeah. Um,
3: Fingers
0: crossed. I,
2: yeah. I always say, man, I don't know if I've talked about this with you, but uh, Josh and I mentioned it, but, like, Alien Covenant is, or not Alien Covenant, Alien vs. Predator Requiem is the worst lit movie I've ever seen. That movie is so dark. It's literally the worst lit movie I've ever seen. Yeah. The no, worst. for real. Yeah. Without and, a doubt. And I'm, I did a, uh, Brian and Andy did like a pre- uh, alien and predator ranking episode. And that was my, literally my last movie on there. Mm-hmm. They were my worst one because that, that is, it's just unwatchable. So we have a lot of sci fi horror coming out, hopefully, in the next couple of years. And I hope, I hope it does well. Um, Dude, you talk about underwater. I really, really enjoyed underwater. That yeah, movie yeah, got no credit, and I think got shit on a lot because of the you know the pandemic starting. Um, that and man, like fuck man,
3: I had so much fun with that one.
2: Yeah, I yeah. don't know, dude. Kristen Stewart is a really, 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 really good actress, and I, mm-hmm. I, I just there's so many people about there that, that never gave her or Robert Pattinson a chance because of Twilight, and you're like just because they were in these shitty movies doesn't mean that they're shitty actors. And, that, both of them and have by done, now,
3: by now, both of them have spent more time doing great movies than they did with yeah. that series. If you didn't like yeah. it, I don't yeah. give a shit that they were in those movies. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, okay, yeah. that's movies. Some people like them. Some people don't, whatever the fuck. Yeah. I care that they're doing excellent work now. And both of them yeah. are phenomenal, dude.
2: Yeah, exactly. Oh man. I, uh, this movie is, I do hope they do the TV show. It's, Man, you know what? They the 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 talk about the, the they're doing the Hellraiser TV show right mm-hmm. now and they they cast a, a female actress to play a actor to play uh Pinhead, which is cool. Um and I hope that turns out well. Cuz they like dude, the Chucky show has been awesome. I know mm-hmm. it's like we had a Michael's back with the Halloween kills. We had all the all this like these series are getting revivals. Yeah. And i feel like event horizon if you do something else in it and just like do it well that this series will it will get like talked about on that kind of level right because then that, just like, let
3: people get weird yeah. like just let if it's a series let the fucking directors get weird let them do something yeah. fun and imaginative and dark and fucking scary as shit you know yeah like if they do it on tv yeah you know they could do it on like i don't know like netflix hbo H- max or, or something HBO like max, that yeah and just yeah. fucking go for it embrace that yeah. fucking hard r rating and just go yeah. balls out
2: yeah i mean it's dude there's enough stuff out there like you just don't cross the major lines and you just do it like they're doing a last of us tv show on hbo right now like mm-hmm. and that's going to be dark because that whole universe is dark right mm-hmm. um so i just man i just Dexter's back. You're doing a lot of. De- I haven't watched the new Dexter. I never watched the last season of the, of the original run. But like, just let these guys do what they want to do, man. Let them do yeah. this like crazy shit. Like let them do dark stuff. Just if you have it on cable, it doesn't matter, right? You have it on HBO. You have it on whatever. Mm-hmm. And just like, cause you could do so. Mu- you could do so much with this like premise. Like they left it off like ready to do another movie. Like because you don't know what was happening at then right um and so it's all that stuff and you just go mm-hmm. there's so much potential for all this and this movie's so cool and it again it's not you and I've talked about this plenty of times this movie isn't perfect by any stretch it it's no. got a lot of problems but it doesn't matter when it's tons of fun no no right? dude
3: like like i said at the beginning like it's a miracle it turned out watchable let alone as yeah. good as it is And yeah. it is, it is. it's it's a i think it's a flawed – but very fucking entertaining horror movie. Like yeah. and like I said, one of my probably ten, if not fifteen, greatest like favorite movies of all time. I love this movie with a passion.
2: Yeah, and which was why it's so good, man. It's it's just one of those movies that's that you go, it's it's more proof that when you let filmmakers make the films they want, and not that this movie is a hundred percent that. But like it, there was a movie where Paul W S Anderson made a movie he wanted and it got you know it got edited down but they were having fun making it right so
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's uh it's definitely a cool movie and I'm I'm glad that I've revisited and you suggested this week so it's cool we're uh we are gonna go we're talking about it but I think we're gonna go talk we talked about Thanksgiving last year me and Josh we're gonna talk about Thanksgiving 3 which is the sequel to Thanksgiving <laughs> next week and I've heard it's terrible, but it is. you were saying how much you love it. I love it. It,
3: it. I think me and Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Three is like you and the fanatic.
2: Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm excited like, because man, that movie, that first one has so much awesome. That movie was made like with three thousand dollars or yeah. something. It was like it was an insane the first one, and they the guy who did it, he's dude. Have you watched Headhunter that he did on Netflix? Yeah. Or yeah. not on Netflix on on Shutter? Yeah, I, that I know. What you mean. Mm-hmm awesome mm-hmm. it's a cool uh, that that it's amazing what that director has done with these tiny fucking budgets yeah and uh and just make cool movies right they use we talk about sci-fi horror right and it just reminded me that guy has wanted to do a critters movie forever because be so andy cool. and yeah dude i i i enjoyed the first critter movie but Man, I feel like you could reboot Critters and actually make them scary, like make them a, a, like a horror, like mm-hmm. kind of a horrifying kind of monster movie, like modern monster movie. But I don't know, it's a, uh, it's a lot, man. Oh, let's quick before we go, get out of here, because uh, we're combining things that I did. But mm-hmm. we, we, you missed uh, uh, the the Wolf of Snow Hollow, mm-hmm. and you were so excited about it. And I kept at some point, I may even like get, try to get you to come do a side thing and me, me and you talk about it because it you should do a commentary it. for it. Yeah, dude, do something. It would be a blast because mm-hmm. that movie, man, I told you after I saw it, that movie made me feel weird in weird ways because I was sad and and happy and like weirded out at the end of that movie. And it was one of the more like, confusing there were a lot of emotions chucked into it and also i didn't expect to go into a movie like that and the main character be the real like anti-hero like or the real like uh you know problem he's character a of the movie.
3: person he's yeah. a fucking yeah. like i i love it when you have protagonists that are like really fucked up people and he's yeah he's so good at playing those characters like I, yeah. his first movie thunder road dude i will i beg you to fucking watch that movie it yeah. is so fucking good, and he just yeah. came out with one a couple of weeks ago called Beta Test. And he always yeah. plays these characters that are like they're not good people, but they're, they yeah. they can be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they can be good people if they get a hold on all this shit that's holding them yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, that's what
2: we talking to uh, Adair a about that movie last week. That uh, and we were we were like, yeah, we we there was so much to talk about with with his character and how fucked up his character was but like it wasn't like an intentional thing but there's a guy who had so many i mean you and i've both gone through our 30s i mean i'm almost 38 but like or 39 but like you sit there and you're going um this like kind of like not like a midlife crisis but just a character who doesn't he's gotten to that point where he's like, I don't know how it got here in my life. You know, I don't know. I This isn't where I wanted to be when I was a kid or this isn't mm-hmm. where in, and, and so much of that. And they, that movie does such a good job of that. And it was a really entertaining talk, but uh, that, uh, that movie really did impress me in a lot of ways. And there are weird things about it. Like, the, the 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 giant wolf dude doesn't get <laughs> get much development, but that's it doesn't need it because it's more. It's about him yeah. and the, the the killing in that movie is just a stress event. It's a secondary is mm-hmm. yeah, like a stress event, but no, yeah. dude, I really really enjoyed it, and I'm good. Yeah, so beta test we we'll have to get to it, dive into it some point. Dude, but, I would
3: I would recommend Thunder Road first, man. That movie will blow you away. It is so good. I, See, I've never even heard of it. Uh, I I think it's for rent places but uh there's canopy with a K. k yeah. canopy yeah uh it's a free streaming service that you could watch hundreds of movies big budget low budget like yeah. all kinds of movies for free as long as you have a library card you sign up you put your library card and you could just basically watch all of them and it's on there for free
2: wow that's cool that's cool man yeah okay well jerry uh i would i want to say i t- i don't know if i said it on the show with you i read your wife's book and I had a fucking blast with it. It, it is yeah. the only thing that I said, I was like, I wish I would have protected the fucking book a little bit more. Cause it's yeah. paper cover and stuff like that. But she did an awesome job. So make sure you tell her that she did fucking kill. I will. That. I will. Yeah. Um, I think that's all, man. Yeah. We're going to try to get the, the three amigos together next week. We're going to do Thanksgiving three though. So it should be a blast. Um, and yeah, man, Thanks for do- talking about this. It was a blast, man. I love this movie. Uh, it mm-hmm. is, I, I need to actually buy myself a copy of it. Uh, it's if you're interested, in listening to it and haven't seen it or haven't seen it in a while, it's on HBO max right now. So that's where I watched it. Um, but this movie is a blast. Also the event horizon kind of looks like a space penis, but that's not a, that's not a huge deal. I think it's actually pretty cool. So we're good, <laughs> there with that. <laughs> okay, buddy. Um, yeah. Uh, Jerry is just okay on Twitter. Is where you find this man, mm-hmm. and where he links to his uh his SoundCloud with his album. Your your assault on precinct thirteen track is out now. Yeah, which is dude. F- Fuck yeah. Fuck fucking killer. Uh, that track is dope. So if you like that, check that out for sure. I'll put a. I'm gonna put a link to the uh, your SoundCloud again. I've been putting it in the notes the last whatever. So and we're murder moose.com murder moose pod on twitter and i'm right at johnson everywhere so thanks for listening remember guys thanks killing three thanks killing three in because this next episode is coming out on thanksgiving so here we go so cool thanks jerry thank you for listening we'll talk to you guys later and bye